It's me, it's NKB420, a.k.a. Fatboy420, a.k.a. It's a Brian Pillman, it's a Triple H. No, it's Bianca Belair doing a fucking stick that we already seen before. <laughs> it's people still out there driving <laughs> with their mask on. <laughs> with the windows up. The fuck is going on? These are the same people that wear shorts in the winter and sweaters in the summer. Hi guys, this is Dot Man Two Eleven, and you are now listening to the most dangerous wrestling podcast of all time. Hayes, Hops, and Turnbuckles. Tenth episode, baby. Ten, 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 ten. The Todd Dillinger one. <laughs> Absolutely, man. What it is, what it do, folks. Hey, man, it's a, it's a, it's the most wonderful time about vacation at the beginning, that weekend before you start your week, and then it flies the fuck by, and then you're wondering <laughs> at like eleven thirty that last night, what the fuck happened? <laughs> but yeah, man, I did go to the store, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that shit. It, each day seems like half a day, but yeah, I'm gonna make the best of it. And shit, I got some brisket. I'm gonna cook this week. Everything, okay. man. Okay, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, man, what about you, bro? Nah, shit, I didn't do shit. I had an awesome fucking week. I didn't do a fucking thing. Spent a couple days in Tennessee and do shit. Got paid good. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, We are now watching SummerSlam 2013. This is CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar and Daniel Bryan versus John Cena for the world title. This one my wife went the fuck off on, but she doesn't like wrestling. But it, this one touched the nerve. Got all in her little feelings. <laughs> all right. Uh, I see it roll. So uh, what you smoking on? I am smoking on some new shit called Mimosa, and I got a little bit of sugar cane wax in it, you under dick. Uh, so once again... Uh, <laughs> Oh, 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 and I, and I ate my breakfast today. I'm on a blueberry muffin. So we'll have a fun and interesting pod. About a good 45 minutes into it, I'm probably going to be feeling a little different. Yeah, it's going to be a ball full of emotions. <laughs> everything going uh, to be pocket lit. Yeah, everything's going to be pocket lit, I promise you. Uh, I know a lot of it's pocket lit, but not that much fucking pocket lit. All right, since uh, it's celebration, I'm going to be sipping on something a bit different, but this is a Cayman Jack Margarita. Uh, Of course, uh, it's natural lime juice uh, made with 100% blue agave nectar in its cocktail, and I'm about to take it for a test run. <laughs> I guess that's the seal of approval. <laughs> See. See. <laughs> I am drinking on some Hardywood Richmond Lager. Mm-hmm. It's 5.0 alcohol content. It's probably going to be all right once I get this top off. <laughs> you going to get the top off? <laughs> You're going to be sitting there struggling. <laughs> yeah, man. Like Once again, we like to thank everyone who's listening. We definitely know, you know we're still young when it comes to the podcast life. 
but you know we're we're moving and i like to give a special shout out to uh my homie cameron wilson who laced us with a wonderful logo to make our brand more attractive and if you need any of uh any uh illustrations or uh or designs or logos look look for them on facebook cameron wilson yeah appreciate you bro yeah bro putting up two of them for you bro absolutely um, oh, right. What a week of wrestling, man. This is, this is a fucking week of wrestling. Just when I think the week before is crazy, then they come with something else. Well, we're here Monday Night Raw. Who's sponsoring it this week? Ah, well, of course, uh, we had to let Drunken Clam go. But uh, the one of the people I'm a card holder, and also I do get the sweets. Uh, when, when we often stay there, the wonderful people at uh, the Shuck and Duck Hotel. <laughs> Shuck and Duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Shuck and Duck Hotel has picked us up. You know, we're we're definitely honored to be a part of a part of. It. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a uh, Shuck and Duck Hotel presents Monday Night Raw. We'll give a quick rundown on the card of what happened. Apollo Crews defeats MVP. The Riot Squad defeats the Iconics. Akira Tozawa uh, defeats Selton Benjamin and R-Truth. Shayna Baszler and Sasha Banks ends in a no contest. Angel Garza defeats Angelo Dawkins. And Montez Ford versus Andrade ends in a no contest as well. Uh, the rest is some old hot dog boy. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. Once where you think it goes downhill, I don't know how far they can take it, but... Yeah, a few segments of K-12. I'm already going to let you know what it is. <laughs> K-12, baby. Any he. Any who. The show starts off with the light shutting off, and I don't know what the fuck that's all about, but it's Apollo Crews versus MVP, and I'm for one that's glad it's a match to kick off the show with some minority beef. Minorities. <laughs> MVP says before the match starts, he wants to drop some truth gems on the people. He is a real U.S. champion, and at Extreme Rules, Apollo didn't show up. While Apollo was at home making excuses, MVP was out there making history. And after tonight, when the ref counts three, it's over. And Apollo can go back to hanging out with Richard and Shed in catering. Bon appetit, nigga. Because <laughs> I'm coming. Nobody can stop me. Nobody can stop me. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> man. The lights flicker again and they lock horns. It's some chain wrestling happening with a pin by Apollo for a two. And MVP wants to test the strength, and we know what this is. Kick to the stomach of Apollo for control of the match, but it's uh, short. It's it, it's a short of a flurry into a snap suplex for a two. An armbar on uh, MVP, and Apollo continues to work the left arm. A big forearm to Apollo, then a big boot. Big boot! Yeah, the big boot is back. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but Apollo is back on MVP. He's whipped into the ropes, but the hurt business pulls MVP out. But uh, they all receive a dive from Apollo. Then, then a commercial. Der, 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 der. <laughs> yeah, title match. But here we go, commercial. Uh, okay. Uh, MVP is back in control after the break due to a Lashley sweeping uh, the leg on Apollo on the apron. Then a big boot, big boot. Yes. An explosive clothesline from MVP with the pin for a two. European uppercut, then another cover for a two. MVP is in full control working Apollo in the ropes with a camel clutch. Suplex by MVP for another near fall. A forearm into the corner followed by a series of elbows. And MVP misses a big boot. A big boot. <laughs> and 
the corner, and Apollo with the kick to the back of the neck, then a crossbody. Back in the corner, Apollo drives the shoulder into MVP, a stinger splash, then spine buster for two. Apollo goes first, uh, goes first with a finish into a released German from MVP, but Apollo is back up. A toss-up powerbomb for the win. Okay? A toss-up powerbomb, of course, for the win, and the Hurt Business is in the ring, but Apollo escapes and celebrates on the ramp. Your new United States champion, Apollo Cruz. I mean, Cruz. I'll give it a... He ain't show no signs. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> Terry Cruz. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Oh man, I give this match uh, Graham uh, some decent, there's some swag, but you know it's, it's the it's the weed man that always got swag. You anytime you you want better shit, yeah, you want better shit, but yep. you can't find it, and you know this nigga always got it. That motherfucker, I don't know if he growing it out of the back room, I don't know if he growing it in the field, but that motherfucker always got this dope. Um, I say that because. I was thoroughly impressed with old man MVP. I'm coming. I'm coming. Um, I didn't expect him to have that match. <laughs> I didn't expect to get that out of him. Nobody can tip it. <laughs> Nobody can flip it. <laughs> Nobody can hit it. Nobody can quit it. <laughs> I'm coming. That was he put this out. I got pinned by this out. <laughs> um. Yeah, That's I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's the Ty Dillinger episode, baby. Woo! Ten, um, ten. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think he had that in him. I, I was surprised. I, I'm kind of glad that MVP can still halfway kind of go. I mean, it was an interesting match. I yeah. thought it was going to be about good. Some rest hole, rest hole, rest hole. Yeah. Couple little moves. Some Apollo Cruz. Bobby Lashley comes, screw him over. Then yep. we're gonna ha- we're gonna have that match at SummerSlam. Yep. We're still gonna have that match at SummerSlam, but yeah. Lisa Apollo Cruz is like uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks, two banks, uh, two belts, Cruz. Yeah, pretty much two belts, Cruz. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Two champ, Cruz. We're gonna do the C's, yeah. Okay, okay, I feel you. Uh, yeah, so let, let me uh, let me rate this one. I guess the king of beer is Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't have something better, but, you know, Budweiser, they call it the king of beers. I'll take one when it's cold. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're the right. The OG. Yeah, the OG. And I think you're definitely correct with MVP, you know, having a decent with match. With the Clydesdales? With the Clydesdales, <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. He's already but, yeah, so it's, it's pretty, it's, it was pretty con- consistent as far as his match. I just don't think MVP should have been booked to win or go over or be as powerful, knowing that this guy was about to retire beforehand. And also, I like the fact that, you know, MVP said it himself, you know, I can't give you those matches I could back then, but I could still give you a decent match. And plus the fact, you know, they kind of, you know, trashed the whole nation of domination thing. He said, you know, we definitely want to go out there and do something, you know, original like the Hurt Business. I definitely think that's that's a better way to go because oh, yeah. I don't think the new nation, like after the Rocks Nation, it's kind of like, do you want to see it again? You know, the nation was good with Ron Simmons when he was there and then when the, the Rock, Rock recreated. Yeah. yeah, like this is 2020. I don't think this will happen. And we've already... Uh, Looked up at the screen, and we're seeing the debut of Bray Wyatt versus Kane in the Inferno match. 
this Bray Wyatt was also dope. And I don't know how you fucked him up, but somehow they did. That's why we got fame. Oh, man. Fucking Inferno match. Yeah. What the fuck? This this kicked off the SummerSlam. I, I bought this. This is before the network happened. Yeah. I actually spent $60 on this fucking pay-per-view. And what was fucked up, I didn't get to see the CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar match because my, my I guess the signal went out or whatever. And yeah. I sit up there and stole this shit off the computer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. All right. Uh, but yeah, man, it was a good match. Uh, Apollo Crews, uh, we'll see where he goes from here. Like, definitely, it's a question mark, so it might pique my interest now because I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we just got to get over this, get over MVP and uh, him because I just definitely went on longer than I was supposed to. But so this definitely tells you one thing. When uh, COVID does affect the wrestler, WWE does not know what the fuck to do. We're just going to, well, you're just going to hold the belt. Just hold it. And that's, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. You should already, if one person goes down, you should already have five more to take their place. Yeah. That you should never, you should never have your back against the wall. And that's the, that's the issue where they haven't created new stars you know, and this is prime example. Right. Somebody goes down, and it's like, oh, well, we'll just we'll just make it up as we go. Mm-hmm. Got any good ideas? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Shotty. She congratulates Apollo and asks, uh, "What's it like to return to make an emphatic statement of who the rightful U.S. champion is?" Apollo says, "Bobby Lashley's strength is like anyone's, uh, and because of his full Nelson, he had to sit at the crib." with COVID <coughs> and watch MVP make a mockery. His kids say they thought that he was a champ and now he can say that he is. He'll hang the old strap in their bedroom. Mm. All right. MVP is hot as he says uh, that Apollo had to resort to flickering the fucking lights to take the title. He goes on to say he doesn't give a shit about his wife and fuck them kids. <laughs> what he does care about is his rematch and he wants hey, it at SummerSlam. Hey, 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 this ace up. This ace up, AJ. Wait a goddamn minute. Wait a, Wait a goddamn fucking minute. We don't be talking about nobody's kids now. <laughs> I, I was with you at first. I don't like Apollo or Terry Crews neither. I don't fuck with he got Everybody got two titles. I only got one title. Throw it up there. Too sweet. Hey. <laughs> All right, let me go. These, uh, okay, you remember it was one time where Shane McMahon said, or maybe I forgot, maybe it was a, maybe it was a dream, but everybody had the same fucking dream. I remember it was an episode where Shane McMahon said, the rematch Klaus has been antiquated. But now we see MVP requesting a rematch at SummerSlam. Oh. Was you dreaming too? No, um, shit just happened. Okay. That's it, that's, that's it. Shit, it. Shit just happened. Yeah. Nothing else. No explanation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we're 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 dumb. We're dumb. No, uh, you know what? You know what I want to. You know what's better than shit just happens. What's that? This is what we gonna call it when 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 random shit just happens on WWE. We gonna say WWE. Darren, what the fuck shit? <laughs> A lot of fuck shit. It <laughs> that's, is. that's what we gonna call A lot it. Of fuck shit WWE is. is down with the fuck shit. So anytime <laughs> that you you heard three weeks or three months ago that we don't have no more title rematches. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we got all these title rematches that we were we're used to seeing any fucking way. Yeah, we'll we'll see them on Raw, on SmackDown, or at the pay per view. There's no explanation. Or or when you see Liv Morgan coming out with a whole new gimmick, and then all of a sudden she's got the same fucking gimmick. 
Oh, we see fucking um, what was the bitch? Oh, she was in love Who's with the bitch uh. She used to do this. Oh, you talking about uh? Shit, shit, shit. Tennille Dashwood. I Tennille Dashwood. Tennille yeah. Dashwood was supposed to come out being all Emma. Those. That was Emma. Movie. Emma. Yeah. Emma. Motherfucking <laughs> Emma. When Emma came out, she was supposed to be this whole like Emmalina. Emmalina. Yeah. And then she came out as Emma. I think. But she, she was mad. Emma. That Emma. That was mad. So I never think she said fuck this shit. This ain't me. I'm not doing this shit. And Vince was like, all right, I'm down with the fuck shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you're fired. Yeah, so that's what we're gonna call it from now on. Anytime some random dumb bullshit that doesn't make no fucking sense, we're calling it WWE. Die. With the fuck shit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, the gold role models are backstage and on the way to the ring. The tall ninja <laughs> is guarding the door that will be. Uh, revealed in a few. Now I know he was a tall ninja, but now he's on that. We don't know who this guy is. He's a tall nigga ninja. He's a nigga and a ninja. <laughs> Niggas and ninjas in one. In one. There's <laughs> four, three, it's four ninjas and two niggas wrapped up in that one body. Yeah. Sarah, slap is back uh, with the role models uh, asking will they be defending any of their titles at SummerSlam? And Bailey has another video. Roll it, monkeys. Another wonderful package of the capture of the Raw's Women Championships by Sasha, Bailey Dose Straps, and Two Belts Banks. Okay, Oscar's freaking the fuck out and says that revenge on them bitches will be very, very sweet. Oh, you disrespect my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the golden role models are displeased by the showing of Oscar calling that shit unprofessional and. <laughs> Shayna Baszler in all her bad assness interrupts and says that's enough of that shit and she has a problem with it uh, and, and she has a problem with Sasha. Shayna says that she's waiting in line long enough and she super socks Sasha in a kisser. <laughs> Kevin Owens is walking in the back and he runs into oh god. Yo hold on hold on before you go on. Okay. So why all these there's one thing I just think is so funny about these Sasha Bailey angles when they have another wrestler. Uh -huh. These bitches just sit up there and let their friend get smacked all in the mouth. Hey, and the other one just stare. <laughs> oh my God, you get that? Look at the camera. <laughs> you, 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 hit my, you hit my friend. <laughs> Did you see that? Them, them bitches ain't riding at all. Like, they ain't riding. They ain't riding until it's time to get that money. That's the only time they ride. On some bullshit, they ain't riding. Maybe, maybe it, this will be included into the storyline of the dissension between yeah. Sasha and Bailey. They go, they go count it all. All them times you just let this bitch whoop my ass. These motherfuckers said, fuck the Infernal match and step over. I think they used a rug or a carpet or yeah. something, but... What a wonderful debut of Bray Wyatt uh, getting the win against Kane at SummerSlam. Yeah. I told him to put on a pay-per-view that sucked. I've been waiting for him to put on December to, to dismember, and he <laughs> has yet to do it. I probably will never look up then. I'll do the whole show without no distractions. Right. <laughs> All right. Kevin Owens is walking in the back, and, of course, once again, he runs into the Iconics. Iconics! Fuck ever. Hey. I love thems. Pink says they heard that this show is on next and they would be great guests. KO agrees that they would be great guests and he loves Australia, but he already has guests and he offers them water. <laughs> <laughs> Back to catering. Yep. The KO show is on, but not before a... 
commercial. Mm-hmm. Bum, 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 bum. He welcomes everyone to the show, and there are a lot of interesting things happening tonight, including the, re- the return of Shane McMahon. There's more technical difficulties occurring, but he says he has plenty of thought on that, but that's not what he wants to talk about, referring to Shane. He uh, welcomes Ruby Riot to the ring, and he says recently he uh, she beat Peyton Royce in an emotional victory, and she cuts him off by saying it's no secret that she has bad luck when it comes to her tracks. I mean, since <laughs> since her return, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the iconics grinded salt into that wound. They had to put people down to build themselves back up, but she shut up Peyton Royce to put an end to that iconic bullshit. Mm. She would have enjoyed it more if Liv Morgan was there and, oh, like an old episode of Ricky Lake, (laughs) K.O. has a surprise. Liv Morgan comes out and says the only reason she's there is because K.O. And uh, she's going to hear her out. K.O. says he's been there since their start and watched uh, them and Sarah Grove. He admits his flaws, but he's there to rekindle the friendship of the Riot Squad. It's a lot of mushy shit from Ruby and she realized maybe Liv didn't need her at all and shit. It ain't been right and fuck this shit. Kiss makeup. No, no. Yeah. Uh, um, a whole lot of uh, who gives a fuck? And we got more of who gives a fuck. Uh, the Iconics interrupt, uh, and Peyton is sick of them babbling because no one cares. And I'm not going to waste any, any more time with this. K.O. says maybe if they can leave and uh, ask, can it be some more technical difficulties for their mics? And it's over slapped to the face by Peyton and Billy. K.O. asks for some help from the squad and Riot Squad versus Iconic, and this match is extremely predictable, so do uh, I have to waste time on it? Nope. Okay, well... Straight to the finish! Yes, drop kick from the second turn buck on Peyton from Liv, 4-2, and K gets the tag, and it's the most deadliest, undefeated, undisputed move... Un- I said undisputed. Undisputed? Undisputed, <laughs> undisputed move in WWE history! Uh, episode 10 version Surprise Roll up Yep For the win The Iconics jump Liv and Ruby's in for the save Liv is still hesitant Of forgiving Ruby But exits the ring Along her side uh, I'm, so, I'm so happy Um Insert here <laughs> Uh I, Whatever episode I started saying Pocket Yep who gives a fuck? Unless this shit was dragged on way too long. Could have been done so much easier. It's the what only thing that surprises. The only thing that that moves this up. Just being traditional, pocket They keep saying Sarah, and they keep saying Sarah. What makes me think something else? I want to talk about. Okay, a little bit later. All right. Um. Yeah. Unless you're unless you're a preteen, you probably dig this shit. But I don't at all, and also I don't dig King Cobra. Okay, it's a it's an awful beer. <laughs> this is an awful storyline. Yeah. It's it's the fact that yeah, creative has nothing for you. Live, we tried to throw you something, and hey, we're gonna put you back to where you was and rehash this Riot Squad shit again. We gonna start a little beef between y'all two, but ultimately y'all gonna kiss and make up. Man, alright, so we watched this SummerSlam 2013. Uh-huh. Motherfucker, Vicky Guerrero looked like that old cougar that was getting you drunk, buying you all kind of drinks at Blueberry Hill. <laughs> <laughs> you want a too drunk to fuck? <laughs> you take that Joe Hogan, because she got she, she got a she got a nice motherfucking back carriage, you know, so she got a couple little titty bitties. So uh How's about one more Scooby Snack? <laughs> you like 
Scooby Snacks, don't you? I mean, you, you drunk, but you still knocking all the lights off. You still hitting all the lights off to the bear. You really smell good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you 30? You don't look 30. <laughs> I won't tell if you won't tell. Throw on that Gerald Levert. <laughs> I like him. Uh-uh, I like that LSG. <laughs> 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 My body all over your body, baby. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, this is episode Fuck. ten. Episode ten. Oh, love your, your body, baby. baby. Oh, it's your body. <laughs> all over my body. <laughs> My my daughter got <laughs> my my daughter got the youngest daughter. <laughs> what the fuck? Ain't nobody at the house. My man, he be gone on the weekends. <laughs> he don't talk to me. <laughs> I need you to make me feel better. <laughs> she gonna hit you with the motherfucking Halle Berry monster ball shit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. My he bad. listens to me. <laughs> Like the WWE listens to the fans. I I had to find a way to segue back into Raw. <laughs> We're back. Charlie is reporting Ooh, on the damaged box boxes in the back, but MVP is saying that she would be reporting. She should be reporting on his loss. Charlie says Apollo had accepted his rematch, but Shelton Benjamin interrupt, interrupts and uh, he says that someone has ganked him for the twenty four seven seven eleven Target belt Macy's. Uh, Super shoes, leather house, uh, Claire's <laughs> home improvement, home, home Depot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and Will Africa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking Quickie Mart. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn Nova Scotian title. <laughs> All right, MVP ensures that so so Dev Records. <laughs> Base All Stars. Rival schools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, MVP ensures that they'll find it. Drew McIntyre heads to the ring, and he's pissed. Oof. He says that uh, Randy has spent 20 years preying on a vulnerability, and he's not that guy that'll, uh, act, uh, that'll act like Stone Cold with a rock. He says Randy is the kind of man that would slither in the ring last week after his match and deliver an RKO, and that's on him. He knows that Orton is motivated, and they're similar. He says that Vince looked at them both and said that they were the future of this industry. That didn't go to plan, as he says. Uh, Edge said it best. It wasn't Orton's plan A. He didn't sit in Scotland thinking how he would make it to the WWE. It was handed to Orton, and he doesn't resent him for that. He goes on to say that he got spoon-fed uh, in his early success because of his pops and evolution, and he had them clean up his mistakes, but McIntyre, not so much. He was fired for his mistakes, and according to the people he, uh, he spoke to backstage, Orton should have been fired away many times before Drew. Orton interrupts and asks, is his respect for Drew not enough? Orton says uh, he's there because he wants to be there. He enjoys coming down to that ring every week, giving RKOs and pointing, uh, punting fucking heads off. Mm -hmm. He appreciates the fighting spirit, and that's why it'll be more sweet for RK, uh, to RKO Drew and put him out and punt him as well as take that title. Orton agrees with him that he should be fired, but he had more value because he's the chosen one. Then, now, and forever. <laughs> 
<laughs> as Damien Priest would say. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he challenges McIntyre to come up with his own opinion and keep it original. Drew says he thinks Orton represents everything that's wrong with the WWE. I also think Vince. (laughs) (laughs) He watched the last ride and how Undertaker pulled Randy Orton back up and he didn't have to do that, but Orton hasn't done shit for the new batch of superstars. He says he remembers Orton walked past Drew as his world was crumbling and Orton didn't do shit. Uh, He says uh, he sees a selfish prick. Or in in McIntyre's, a selfish prick. Prick. (laughs) At SummerSlam, he's going to rip off his fucking head and he'll see it coming. Which was a Claymore, and it's a lot of goddamn dialogue this episode. Yeah. I, I felt like this was a, like a, a, a TV show and not a wrestling show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the build to it. Um, I guess, you know, breaking kayfabe is only anything we, we can do from now on. Like three weeks to like, goddamn. Like, yeah, that's all we got is break. We're going to break kayfabe. Uh, Talk what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, that's that's all we got. Old pipe bomb route. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. it's diluted at this point. Yeah, I think I think we uh, touched on that a couple weeks ago. Like. Shit, that was probably episode three, yeah. episode four. <clears throat> all right. Uh, yeah, I really don't have nothing. Like, I just see they're trying to rush this shit and make it make sense at SummerSlam. When is it? Next week? No, we got or two more weeks. It's not next week as we got the next week. Okay, gotcha. Say. Yeah, so they're trying to make it make sense with very little time. Yeah. When you should have when you should already have a plan in motion. Like I remember it was a time where a year way ahead of schedule, they'd have at least an idea down on mm. paper or something. And then you know, they take it from there. They have to understand that this is a new breed of wrestling fan, especially, you know, of course, with the internet hitting and we have more access. And I guess that that, that goes with, with saying that maybe they do give away too much news. Maybe they do give us too much access to it. And, like, the fan sometimes doesn't want that person that is going to be initially pushed for that program. So there goes a time where you should be able to adapt. Don't still try to force those people upon the fans because it's not going to work. Didn't work with Cena. Didn't work with Roman. Uh, this 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 showed the the rise of CM Punk. It didn't work with Charlotte. That showed the rise of uh, of, of Becky Lynch. Uh, well, Becky Lynch, who who was supposed to be healed, and as soon as she stole on Charlotte, what was it at a SummerSlam? Uh, she was an instant face. Even though she's supposed to be a heel, she became instant face. I gotta. I, I have to disagree with you. Uh, it worked with Cena. It worked with Cena. Look, look how long it took to work with it, Cena. It worked with Cena from day one. It worked, it worked with Cena. <clears throat> they, it, only thing about it is Cena could have put over people and still been in the same position that he was in. Roman Reigns, we were, we were like, all right, cool, it's somebody different. That you know that first Royal Rumble where we thought Roman Reigns was going to win, and then I think Batista. Batista, was, yeah, that was all his right, time. We were cool with that, but. They instantly soured on Roman because we've seen this before. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you're not. I mean, he didn't even even when the the uh, shield split, he had no identity after that. He was just. We knew you were just somebody pushed into our face. Cena was interesting from jump. Well, well that's why I got to counter you from there. All right, ruthless aggression, aggression, Cena. But then Cena what turned heel and did the whole rap stick. Yeah. Okay, before he was touched by, you know, those writers. And this is one thing, like, when the fans turn a person face or heel or, or face organically, and then that's when WWE comes in and forces that person. Oh, look, they like him, so let's force him down your throat. 
that's where Cena became probably one of the most hated. You've seen it at ECW One Night Stand. Uh, you've seen it when he beat Triple H at WrestleMania 22, Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 2023. 20, and uh, the icing on the fucking cake is when Cena went over Kurt Angle. Uh, when, when we had Moss, Kurt Angle, like, there's no way that Kurt Angle's gonna lose against John Cena, and John Cena beat Kurt Angle. Like, he'd start coming out to a course of dudes. Nobody was <clears> fucking <throat> with him. Until later on, where Cena finally was like, okay, I don't know if it, it was his call, but he started putting over, you know, people that deserve it, like KO, and then and, and, uh, the whole U.S. title uh, open invitation. So, so tell me how it didn't work. Well, look, look how long it took. How, how would you, what do you mean? It, it, he, okay, I'm, but what I'm saying is he could have he could have still put over people and still be in the same purse, but it worked. He was the first face to get the heel reaction that you all wanted. We want to see you lose. That's what heels get. Nobody else has gotten that. That motherfucking Hulk Hogan shit was not even was, was not even made like that. People actually enjoyed Hulk Hogan back in the early early eighties when they, when they had Ultimate Warrior beat him because people were getting tired of Hulk Hogan. The reason why Vince got rid of him because people were getting tired of Hulk Hogan because he he didn't have anything else or Vince didn't believe he had anything else to provide but the Hulk Hogan gimmick. I hated the, the Hulk John Hogan Cena thing. shit. It worked, dude. Like you got to think about it. You still talk about it to this day. If Bray Wyatt would have won over John Cena, if Umaga would have won over John Cena, if Rusev would have won over John Cena, so you got to think about it. When them, when when Kevin Owens got that win over John Cena, it meant something. It worked. You might not like it. I don't like it, but you can't say it didn't work. It didn't work with Roman Reigns. This dude has on a Never Give Up t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why I you do feel that. the way you I feel. I do not have a high roller t-shirt on, dude. Yeah, no wonder how you feel how you feel about it. I, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I was, you know, I, I soured on John Cena when he fucking uh, beat Kurt Angle three pay-per-views in a row. I was done then. Yeah. I, I was already—he already started pissing me off with the when he beat uh, Chris Jericho. I was like, "Uh, it's Jericho. I kind of give you that, you know." It was, especially well, how it was timing too, because Jericho was on his way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he beat Kurt, I was like, "What? <laughs> what? Are you serious?" I mean, once you go back to saying that it worked, it worked for the people he put over. But for, for Cena, like my whole point is, you know, when they try to give you something and then they don't want it, do you? Probably do you care? Do you care if Roman Reigns lose? No. Do you care if Charlotte lose? No. John Cena losing you cared about? Oh, it's major because his name, his Cena is up here. Charlotte and Roman is down here. That's what. It worked. That's what I'm saying. It but, worked. But it, you had a whole bunch of people that loved Cena, though. They didn't give yeah. a fuck. So how you much. gotta think about it. So you got people. But I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't like it passionately. You don't even care. Like people weren't walking out of fucking John Cena matches. They walked out of Roman Reigns matches. They tuned out of fucking Charlotte matches. Yeah. People stopped giving a fuck about Becky Lynch matches. Yeah. Nobody stopped. Really, didn't give a fuck. Stop caring about what John Cena was doing. Nah, people stopped caring about Brock Lesnar. They never stopped caring about John Cena. It worked. Well, maybe it's personal. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's me. All right, the Riot Squad is backstage (laughs) with KO. And back to Raw. (laughs) KO and Ric Flair needs him. Ric Flair needs a minute with Kevin Owens. He says he loves him, but he says he should be worried about taking care of himself. K.O. says he's done some shitty stuff, but he wants to take a different path, kind of like what Orton should do. Flair says it's him talking to K.O. 
he says he should take care of himself and maybe it would be him getting the match at SummerSlam. KO says he will accept a fourth down punt. I mean, a next a match uh, next week. What do you what do you, I, I want to I know this is not a match, but like yeah. what do you think this is going? With with KO, this is very interesting with the it's KO. Going, it's going to the house. Like Randy Orton's gonna punt that motherfucker and Owens will be off for for about a month. So you don't think they had another like uh legend they could have brought in? My question is, do you actually even want to see another legend come in? Um, so I I've been hearing which is kinda cool, what would be dope, I, I think would be great. I've been hearing that Kevin Owens is supposed to be going to NXT. That's kind of been like a rumor out there. Well, they teased that for, uh, what was it, Survivor Series? Yeah, like, so if he gets punted and then all of a sudden he makes a, a showing at uh, at 30, at NXT TakeOver 30, that would be awesome because, I mean, he already made he already showed up and he I think he's talked about it, how he wants to go. I mean, just think about Kevin Owens versus anybody in that locker room. It's going to be an awesome match. But do you want to see him, like, as enhancement talent? Like, that's the only way I can see him getting... I, I don't see him getting the same treatment as Finn Balor. It can only be, like, uh, maybe a few... Or maybe one person come out. It's gonna make it look like, oh, you couldn't make it up at the main show, so now you're gonna just run all over the NXT roster. And I don't know. I mean, if, I mean, I don't think Finn Balor's ever going back up to the main roster. No, I mean he shouldn't. But you I can't. mean, so if they're not going up there to the main roster again, like, I mean, because Gargano's gonna get a title, like, you know, what I'm saying like, that's my favorite, Johnny Organic. So I mean, what's I don't I don't see the issue with it. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean. I want to depend on the way they use him. I mean, you got KO going after that North American title. He never had it. He was, was he a tag champion? I don't think no, so. Like, so he, he, he's got things he's never done, and he got to get the new strap. You know what I'm saying? But that's the same thing the Finn Balor's on right now. So how many but, times will we be able to see this over and over and over again? Do you care though? No. <laughs> <laughs> you making it sound like it's a bad thing. I'm like, just nitpicking though. Yeah, you know me, like, man. You know I, me. Rather, like, I'm all about take... logic. I just want to see the shit make sense. I know? mean, it does make sense because they're not going to use them right over fucking the main roster. So yeah, who knows? Yeah. But guess what? She's got some cornrows. <laughs> yeah, she got her head did. <laughs> Nia Jax is out with Pat Buck and shits on him and his career. She knows he's looking for an apology, <laughs> but offers a match instead of saying he'll get that apology after a match. And this is a big opportunity. She asks, is he a bitch? And Buck suspends her ass without pay, and hopefully she can stretch them cornrows until she's reinstated. She uh, headbutts the uh, Seth Green lookalike and kicks him in the kidney as he tries to exit the ring. She storms off, and I am so happy Kyrie is safe. But wait a minute. Is that a cake of makeup on Pat Buck's uh, shirt via that headbutt? Yeah. It was a lot of foundation. God damn, boy. She, she said, I'm, just give me a vat and I'm going to dip my head in it. Well, look, nigga. Make no mistake about that shit. Pat Buck is playing a role. He's playing this role right now because he's the one that fucked up Big Cass at that indie show. Yeah. So, and I didn't know who the fuck he was. So I was like, oh, that's yeah. a Pat Buck that yeah. knocked out Big Cass. So, not, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like, look. Don't get it twisted. I will knock you the fuck out in this back. I mean, it's going. He's he's doing whatever he's got to do to get noticed. So I, I commend him on that. But man, yeah. you talking about man? You I, all right? So I know Kyrie Sane couldn't barely pinch Nia Jax and, and, and make it hurt. And I don't think nothing she did. She about broke Oscar! her. <laughs> she, 
She about broke that little girl to pieces every time she got in the <laughs> ring with her. So, Pat Buck, I mean, I, you might be taking a loss, but you might be losing your career getting beat by Nia Jax, dog. So, it might be over before it starts. Goddamn right. All right. Uh, yeah, Nia. I mean, they don't have shit for Nia to do. And I think this is one way to keep her off of TV and quit her from, from injuring motherfuckers. I don't know. You don't think it's going to be a match at SummerSlam? Her and do? That's what I want to see. In a motherfucking hog pin match. Goddamn it. Well, 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 what did we say earlier? WWE, I mean, is down. What the fuck, shit? So it might be possible. It might be possible. R-Truth runs out with the uh, 24-7 championship, uh, and he's being chased by Akira Tozawa and the ninjas on this episode of Niggas. And ninjas. And Sheldon Benjamin joins along with the chase. Into the nigga. Yep. Akira Tozawa versus R-Truth versus Shelton Benjamin, and Tozawa rolls out the ring as Shelton is all over truth. Tozawa's back in with a... Surprise! It's deadly. Roll up for two. <laughs> Tazawa tries to mount an offense, and Shelton sends a "fuck you" with a ferocious powerbomb. True tries for a comeback and eats a pay dirt. A ninja interrupts, but they all get fucked up by the hurt business. But it's a distraction with Tazawa hitting our truth with a senton for the win. The hurt business is beltless. <laughs> <laughs> no belt for the biz. <laughs> and man, what an entire exclusive fuck is this hap wait a minute, rate that. I mean it's a grandma motherfucking fire for me because it's it's R Truth and it's the niggas and ninjas. I love niggas Sorry. and ninjas. R Truth can do no wrong. Uh, yeah, like I mean <laughs> at least least the niggas and ninjas is getting motherfucking T V time. So I fucks with it. Mm-hmm. it. I mean it keeps Akira Dazao. I'm glad Akira Dazao is Going from being a punching bag to at least holding a fucking segment, you know what I'm saying? Because it was like he's too great of a talent. He's too great of a talent to be doing what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, like what, like what was wrong with Akira Dazawa? Straight up, like I, I did, I had no problems with him. You're getting but, busy in that uh, what was it, the cruiserweight uh, the cruiserweight tournament? Wasn't he the first person? He was the first person to uh, take the strap off uh, Enzo, weren't he? Yeah, yeah. So when, when he was the tightest. Worldwide, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. That just goes to show they're out, they're out of touch. They don't know what to do. Man, with the cruiserweight challenge, the cruiserweight um, tournament. I I was a big fan of Akira Tozawa, mm-hmm. and it just it was somebody that you didn't have to do nothing with. That, that was your Tajiri. I guess they wanted them a new age Tajiri, but like that was good to Jerry like that was ECW version of Tajiri right there but, but wouldn't it be so easy just to call alright we know this is uh, someone that came up from NXT let's get Triple H on the horn and ask him alright how did it work down there okay we'll do it that way very simple why do you have to just I just don't understand why you gotta fucking like smash your fucking smaller turn your smaller uh, wrestlers in your your your, your, your Indie talent, like yeah. there's no reason to. It's like it's a, it's, it's a penalty for you to make something of yourself on the indies. Yeah. You're not homegrown. I don't, I don't understand that. So I let. I guess no matter how great you are on the indies, uh, if you're not homegrown, you're basically going to be used as enhancement talent. Man, Orange Cassidy, you a fool if you ever think about leaving AEW. You bet not. You bet not. Yeah. Uh yeah, I rate this. Uh, I rate this one. I guess uh, we'll go with another. Uh, 
regular beer that, you know, it could be better, but I'll accept it because it's our truth. Miller High Life. Right. A very cold Miller High Life. The oh, Champagne. Pongne? Yeah. The Champagne of beers. Oh, oh, oh. All right. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Once again, uh, what the fuck is this? What the entire exclusive fuck is, is, is this shit? It looks like it smells like armpits and some more shit. As uh, Shane McMahon uh, is promoting this raw underground shit, and my question is, who the fuck asked for it? Uh, I'm gonna tell you like this: Don't you waste our time giving over my fucking uh, notes about this match? Don't you do it? Don't you do it? Don't you do it? I got I got a few gems. Yeah, look, look, all right. Well, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna rate it before you even do it. I'm gonna, <laughs> this this is why. If we have underground next week, I'm rating it before he say anything about it. This Let's is go. motherfucker hot boxing three blunts a goddamn K twelve. Mm. That's what this shit is. You know what the fuck and why I said goddamn it. Chase with some camo. Goddamn it. Hot camo, nigga, yeah. outside in the Everything motherfucking heat yeah. for a whole goddamn day. It's a bad day. What the fuck is this stupid ass shit? It's a bad day. Fuck out of here, bros. It's a bad That's day. That's where I'm at with it. He didn't set up too, so which means he might be a little. Uh, I think what what is wasting my time. Don't waste my time. Don't waste my time. I like it. I like it. I ain't got that much of it. <laughs> <laughs> I like my time. Shit, don't waste my time, dude. A recap on the church. <laughs> okay, and Dominic from last week and Sarah. Slobber is in the back with Dominic, and she asks, "Why does he keep showing up? You're, you're delaying, so we know the muffin or something is working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's starting to work." He says it's crazy, but easy why he keeps on showing up. He says they're really going to think he's batshit when he challenges Passa to a match at SummerSlam. <laughs> the Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler, enters the ring, and Shayna Baszler, it's Shayna Baszler versus Sasha Banks. Uh, no booking, no creative, just give it away. Yeah. Fuck it. Just give it up. They got to touch. They got to touch. Oh, look at this. They got to touch. We don't know what to... You got a story? Oh, no. I don't like it anyway. I'm going to rip it up. I'm going to keep it a band. Put them in a ring. You know they didn't have to really wrestle this week. They probably could have just did some promo work, and you could have pushed your other females that you got. Well, the bell rings, and Sasha slaps Baszler. Takedown by Baszler, showing her mat work, and she's trying with Sasha. A stump to the hand for it, too, and Sasha is grounded again for a submission, but Sasha gets to the ropes. Baylor, of course, helps out with the distraction to help Sasha get the upper hand, focusing on Baszler's right arm. Sasha pulls the arm on the bottom rope, and Baszler is back into an armbar. Uh... Baszler back on her feet as she's working Sasha in the corner, and it doesn't last as Sasha hits the, uh, 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 Sasha hits the, hmm, I don't even know what I put right there, but it's counted into a backbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha is now in the Karafuda clutch, but escapes and gets a kick to the back. Sasha enters and goes for the bank statement, but doesn't lock the hands. Sasha, with head scissors, then a kick, but Baszler answers back with a devastating kick of her own, laying out Sasha. And uh, Oscar attacks Bailey, and the fucking ref throws the mat, throws out. So this goes back to what you were saying. Did they have to fucking wrestle? They didn't have to wrestle at fucking all. Like this could have been y'all could have. None of this was necessary. I don't see why. I mean, unless you get you're setting up for Shayna to take the strap off of Sasha, but that's not even gonna happen because ain't it? Oh well. Let's look at it. Because it did happen, okay? But how in the fuck, this is where logic comes in, how the fuck does Oscar and Bailey have anything to do with what the fuck is going on in the ring? And how does a ref throw out a match that's in the ring 
for something that's going on on the outside with people that are not even in the match. Plenty of times, like 95% of the time, that never becomes an issue. So I don't get why. But uh, yeah, pocket fucking lint, fucking this. It, it, I was pissed. It wasn't a bad match, but I was pissed the fact that they were even in the ring with each other. Like it didn't make any sense why this was even happening. So that already pissed me off. You didn't even give this a program. Why are you not giving this a program to begin with? Like, this is stupid. You got Sasha and Shayna Baszler. You see that they're only pushing Shayna Baszler because they have no choice. Yeah. That's the only thing. And like, even Oh, that's though, why the niggas and ninjas is doing shit. What and, you and, mean? And even though, even though, like, we know how great Shayna is, like, they, they don't want to give Shayna this, this chance because they think that Ronda Rousey is coming back. This is where they're fucking up. You have somebody here that, in my opinion, is possibly better. Like, uh, I think Shayna Baszler in the whole MMA background thing is a lot better than, than Ronda Rousey and what oh, she did yeah. on, on, on WWE TV. Like, I believe her character. I believe she's going to fuck you yeah. up. But Ronda, it was still a lot of stuff. I think she was definitely thrown out there very quickly. And I get it. She was she was all the publicity and all that. But Shayna was more seasoned. You could tell that she worked on her craft in, uh, in, in, in NXT. Mm -hmm. You tell it was a better Shayna from the from the Mae Young Classic to where we are now. with yeah. it. And, and I guess the fact that Shayna doesn't look like Ronda has a whole lot to do with it. But you're going to have to throw that shit out the window. Yeah, you know, like just because like it's not that prototype of what you know they think that it's supposed to be, you're missing out on kick ass talent. Shayna, uh, who else is victim of that? Uh, 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 Ruby I, Riot. I just don't, but I don't understand it because like you was pushing people like Jazz and Jacqueline. Also, keep in mind you had wrestlers that was in into the whole creative fold, and it wasn't eighty five fucking people. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it was, it, you know, I mean, he, he like they had, even with the women that were so called cute back in the day were still they rough. Man, cold bass. Yeah, like yeah, like <laughs> you push China, like you push China, like so why is it all of a sudden they have to be a certain look when you push things that didn't have you know was not well, very we'll say appealing. That, that things that weren't uh, nor I guess normal. In their eyes, I, I just, I'm just saying that from my eyes that these motherfuckers was not appealing. <laughs> I try, I try to, to make it nice to them, and, and they was, you know, I mean, I'm saying they, yeah. and they got pushed, so I don't know yeah. why. It's just, like they have to be, they have to have a certain look. They have to, True. Be, you know, saying why is that a big deal now? Because, yeah. like, uh, it, when when we y'all were really pushing Trish Stratus as a champion, uh -huh. we grow tired of that shit really quick because we're like, oh, all right, well, we don't get why you beating Victoria. We don't get why you beating you know certain people. So that's why when Mickey James beat her and a, such a better wrestler than she ever was, I was upset because I was in love with Trish Stratus. So oh, watch man. how far you take this one. Nah, boy, you, you remember the you remember the match? You was not even worried about no Trish Stratus, Mickey James, and that motherfucker scary. No, I want to hit. Not, I not that hit. I was gonna let you know. But you see how? I, oh, it's time to rock and roll. It's time to pull the control. Oh, yeah. God damn it! No, that was you. You was you was you was two seven. I was. All right, I ain't All right man. Shit. I ain't, I ain't got nothing for yeah. it, bro. I ain't got nothing for it. You shouldn't. Charlotte. Charlotte <laughs> <laughs> is in the ring with Oscar. Did I rate that last one? 
Man, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> if I did, hey, this Cayman Jack is pretty good, and I'm feeling, hey, I'm feeling a little bit pretty good. Hey. Yeah, we might be going over with this one because there's a whole lot of shit that has nothing to do with wrestling. <laughs> Overall, anyway, it's the tenth episode, man. We 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 deserve to do you know to go overboard a bit. It's the Todd Dillinger. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ten. Bear with us. That's why you're here. Shale is in the ring with Oscar as they recap Ky- uh, Kyrie's bon voyage. Oscar says Kyrie will be okay, <laughs> but she ain't here. Because of Nia. <laughs> Asuka wants a rematch at SummerSlam. Baszler says she'll be rooting for Asuka to win, but to take it off of her afterwards. And Sasha accepts if she can beat Bailey as she looks at Asuka like, Beach? This ain't what we talked about. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, she looked at Sasha yeah. like that. So, once again, you still see that, that whole... Uh, Tension. Yeah. Like, no, I didn't say I was going against it next week. Uh... Fuck Charlie. Okay. Angel Garza is backstage with some chick from The Bachelor. I guess. <laughs> I don't care. It's uh, it's Shane McMahon. You know what? I'm skipping all of that because you say you don't want to hear shit about it. I don't hear nothing about it. Okay. I, do, I did see that uh, uh, Broadus Clay. Was that Broadus Clay that came back? Was that Broadus Clay? Looked like him. I don't know who that fuck that was. Yeah. The return of Broadus Clay. Now it's Daba Cat. He was Baba Tunde or somebody. I don't know. Who they call them Dibba Dabba this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dippin' Dots. <laughs> oh, Dippin' Dots. Well, next week he'll be Zibba Zabba. <laughs> All right. The Street Profits enter through the crowd, and it's uh, Montez Ford welcoming us to Monday Night Raw and reminds Angelo Dawkins the beatdown from last week, courtesy of Angel and Andrade. Dawkins says he's going to holler at Garza's new interest in the back. They clown his tracksuits and say, Jada, it's August, and Velvet does not breathe. <laughs> <laughs> They're in single competition in the back. Xia uh, Lee was offended by that, as she loves to get detangled. <laughs> Dawkins says, Tez is family, and they're done playing nice, and they want all the smoke. And Angel and Andrade are out with Zelina. Montez takes a swig of his drink, and something's funny. <laughs> Angelo Dawkins versus Garza. Dawkins with an arm bar. Garza fights out with a flatjack. Drop kick by Dawkins for a two. Demi, uh, uh, Demi Burnett is her name. She's watching in the back. Uh, Dawkins rips Garza's pants in the corner as, and he eats a drop kick. Garza goes for a wing clipper but gets a right hand and a splash in the corner and a bulldog by Dawkins. Apparently someone has spiked Montez Ford's punch as he trips all over himself. And then I say to myself, maybe it's some wild Irish rose. <laughs> Dawkins checks on him and gets a super kick as well as a drop kick to the head for the win. That wild Irish rose is kicking Montez Ford's ass, but that ain't in his opponent. Andrade is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I give it a grandma's of fire because of that fucking review. <laughs> That's what made it. Um, I mean, <laughs> we, I've had some wild Irish rose. That shit, that shit right there. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, that 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 review made it a, a grandma some fire. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm just glad they they giving me some type of story with it. Yeah. So, it's cool. Yeah. Um. Montez Ford versus Andrade. Yeah, yeah I give I give it a nice little Coors Light, just because. Like, I mean, this, you you see where they're going with it, you know. Like, yeah. We know what's ahead. Yeah. 
All right, uh, I guess he got a drink of water during the break because he's back up and jockeying for position. Andrade with an armbar quickly reversed now into a headlock. Suplex from Andrade, then a knife-edge chop. Knee and a kick to the midsection as Andrade works Montez on the ropes and the wild Irish Rose kicks back in, man. It's a handicap match and Montez is thrown to the outside as he's thinking, I probably shouldn't have took that last sip. And Andrade is on Ford, but he's thrown into the guardrail, and they're back into the ring. Ford stomps on Andrade with a comeback, and Andrade goes to the corner, and the ref breaks it, but it's a forearm out of the corner by Andrade. A suplex uh, and a cover for a two on Ford, now in a chin lock. Ford fights out with a clothesline, another flying clothesline, a kick to the sternum by Andrade, but Andrade is drop kicked to the outside as, uh, as Ford uh, dives to the outside, okay, and Ford is turned. But that Wild Irish Rose said, like hell you are. <laughs> Ford collapses and <laughs> that's the match. <laughs> the Wild Irish Rose wins. <laughs> Dawkins checks on Ford as the medical team comes into the ring to aid a glossy-eyed Montez Ford. <laughs> oh, man. It's looking like it's looking like Shawn Michaels. Uh, Tell me you lie. <laughs> you know, we just fainting after Owen Hart and the motherfucker hit him with the insecurities yep. in the back of the head. So, yep. uh, that's, that's what I see here again. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love it. I'm the least. Montez Ford, like our truth the star. can do no wrong He's in my eyes. Yeah. So I love, I'm glad they're going somewhere else with the, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sad that we got to wait to SummerSlam to give me more of a fucking storyline, but at least yeah. we got it. So, uh, and then, you know, you add in Bianca Bella and Selena Vega. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I give this another another course like with the Blue Mountains. Uh, Montez Ford is a great seller. He his charisma uh, with his athleticism, mm-hmm. he's going to go very far. Uh, I don't like the whole dynamic of Vince McMahon when he sees only one star in a tag team. But and I see Angelo Dawkins; he's gotten so much better, oh and I actually paid more attention to him when he got with the Street Profits in, a, in comparison to when I was like. Who's this two headband wearing nigga? I didn't care about him up. at all. Yeah, I didn't care about him at all. Right. I mean, he bought uh, Montez Ford is bringing out the best Angelo Dawkins, and we seen we seen this whole uh, we seen it with uh, Eddie Guerrero when he collapsed, yeah. and now uh, and Shawn Michaels, and now we get twenty twenty version of that. But you know, I think it's going to be a different twist on it, and I will tell you when we come right back. And we. Back moving. Yeah, man. Uh, with the rest of your uh, Monday Night Raw, this is Extendo. The, yes, this is the Extendo position. Edi- uh, <laughs> edition. <laughs> man, let me tell you something. That Cayman Jack right now is definitely uh, giving me a run for my money. That damn edible. To keep- <laughs> <laughs> The question is now, are we even going to make it to NXT? Yeah, we're going to make it. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And we're back, and uh, we'll continue. Uh, Buddy Moifi. Moifi. Yes, is watching the video from last week when he entered the eye of Aleister Black. And this week, he's donning ring gear that Zod would be proud of. (laughs) The pastor says he's proud of Zod, Murphy, and uh, he asked, (laughs) will he accept the challenge from Dominic? He says uh, that he literally sacrificed his old man in front of the whole world, and a pastor walks off. Okay, uh, more of the WWE Underground shit that we won't talk about. 
Nope. Okay, and uh, Tom Phillips recaps a Wild Irish Rose victory, and Shale is awaiting uh, the update on Ford. Garza tells uh, her that she's scared of what she's feeling. He gives her a rose that's not Irish. <laughs> and she makes, and she may be moist again. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, she she over there tripping. Yep. Zalina said Ford is an amazing competitor and champion, but what does that mean for SummerSlam? Dalton comes out and gives an update and says that Ford may have been poisoned before the match, and Zelina with Andrade and Angel are surprised. Bianca Belair comes out and tells Zelina she's just the bitch she was looking for, and she asks her, Bitch, if you lie to me, she's going to have to hurt Zelina, and she knows they had something to do with it, and Zelina says they had nothing to do with it, as the earrings on Bianca are sliding off, and Waffle House action is going on in the back. <laughs> Waffle, Tom Phillips. House. Waffle House. Waffle House. <laughs> Waffle House. Waffle House. <laughs> That's what should have been going on. Fuck that underground shit. All right, Tom Phillips says there is some footage of a quintet destroying some equipment in the back. All right, the Hurt Business is backstage, dressed like an R&B group that Shale talks about L's that they have took tonight. Who's going to be, uh, her? so out of, out of Boys the Men, who's going to be the one that be shaking his head every time we go, <laughs> who's that going to be? Is that going to be MVP? Or, no, that's might, Bobby Lashley. That's Lashley. It might, yeah. be, it might be Sheldon. <coughs> no, Sheldon going to be the deep voice nigga with the cane. Oh, I heard you. <laughs> but I just didn't care. Yeah, my mama. Yeah, my mama, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> MVP, MVP says Charlie is asking about the wrong shit and ensures they're getting it done. MVP says there's some sabotage going on with Shelton asking, is it a coincidence with the underground bullshit happening? MVP says he knows where they're going. All right. The Passer Rollins and uh, Zod Moifi had <laughs> to ring with the course of booze. The pastor says they have some housekeeping to tend to, and Tom Phillips is asked, does he consider himself a professional and unbiased journalist, and does he take pride in his job and a body of work, shall we say? He asked, what in the fuck was he doing when Dominic was whipping his ass with a kendo stick? Tom was inciting Dominic's rage. The pastor says Tom's voice matters, and he's a part of the greater good, whether he fucking likes it or not. It's his job to call it down the middle, Tom, and he's doing a shifty job when it comes, uh, and when he does that, he becomes a liability. Now the pastor says it's time for a new voice and asks Zod <laughs> to grab Tom. I don't know why Moifa's <laughs> name has went so far. He's been Red Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> He's been an acolyte. Yeah. <laughs> you a villain from Superman. He used to be Buddy Murphy, but this week he's out like it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Samoa Joe has had enough of this fuck shit and says that that shit ain't gonna happen. He makes it clear they can walk back to the ring to make his point. Uh, Passer can get uh, uh, get the offering slapped out of him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Joe says fuck Warren about how hard Tom was laughing because he was laughing the hardest. Pastor says Joe doesn't want to do this, but Joe says, oh, he really does. Question mark. Uh, question mark. Where is uh, Byron when all this shit going on? Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess they're tired of him cooning. Nah, well, we'll get to that in a second. The pastor and Zod Moifa back in the ring waiting for Joe with some chairs. But Dominique sneaks in, uh, sneaks in and continues the ass whooping from last week with the kendo stick. <laughs> pastor is caught off guard and he cracks Zod Moifa over the head by mistake. <laughs> and Dominic is all over the pastor. Baseball slide to Zod with pastor getting tangled into the ropes. And it's a 619 to the fucking face of the pastor. 
uh, dive from the top by Dominic as they run up the ramp. The pastor said, that's enough, and he accepts the challenge at SummerSlam. And, oh, look, old pussy-ass Byron Saxon is back and tries to say something. If I was Joe, I'd tell him to shut the fuck up. Where was you when I was trying to hold it down with Tom? Right. <laughs> the whole time, who was it, Seth out there? Tom! <laughs> Tom! <laughs> um... It seemed like it took a long time to get to here. It took a long time to get to where this angle is being. This kind of happened at the, the, the blow off yeah. at the horror show. Yeah, yeah. Like, took a long time to get here. Uh, trying to be enthused, give me. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard too after it's went on for so long. Yeah, y'all gave me too many bullshit tag matches that didn't go anywhere with the story. Yeah. Like a whole lot of this taking out Aleister Black, taking out, you know, all these, this shit could have been a whole month, month and a half. Yeah. But y'all done pulled this shit for three solid months of this shit. Long time, long time. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of over it. Yeah. Uh, what's that saying? Uh, striking when the iron's hot and then, you know, Sometimes you can go too far. Like, you remember how excited we was about week three, week four of of the pot jumping off? And now it's just like, and then we see Samoa Joe. You remember Samoa Joe was there when the shit first started. Yeah, so, I I mean, I don't kind of feel like he might be trying to get back in the ring. I don't know. I think Samoa Joe kind of need to hang it up just for the simple fact he gets injured. Every three months, it seems. At least like. just take some time to like condition your body, get your body back. It's like take that break. You've yeah. been going at it for quite some time. Take that break. Take about a year, and then they'll see how you feel, and then give it one last run. If you feel good, keep up with it. But yeah, I take a whole fucking year. Just do yeah. commentary and continue to get my body back in shape. Yeah, like really go hard. I mean, because you're not you're not really taking bumps. Yeah, yeah. But Byron ain't do shit. He's fucking pussy. He just sat there. And I was like, where the fuck is Byron the whole time? And then he came back like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Byron. I would have <laughs> pulled his fucking headset off. Yeah. You just sit there and shut yeah. the fuck up. You don't talk no more. You ain't do shit. <laughs> Me and Tom, we going to run this shit for the rest of the goddamn show. Even though Tom, even though Tom might be more of a bitch than you, but right now you the bitch. You ain't do shit. Shut up! <laughs> Say something. Say something. Say something. I said shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, a little bit that we will uh, waste on the end. We're just to clarify for people that may not know what's going on. But Dolph the Loser is in the Raw Underground. And MVP says the Hurt Business is now controlling the Underground. He asks who wants to challenge Lashley and basically uh, beat the fuck up everyone else. Yeah. Okay, uh... I'm just glad the minority war may be over, and I spoke too soon as <laughs> former Raw announcer Dia Madden gets fucked up along with the rest of the combatants in yeah. the underground. Shane McMahon closes the show with the Hurt Business posing as if their debut album is dropping very soon. Yo, the motherfucking... Let them have it. The whores that were dancing. The scrippers. The whores that were fucking dancing, and then they all of a sudden started... Wrestling, fighting. It was like a shameful plug to try to get a what was it? A, a HLA, hot lesbian action. Wasn't that what it yeah, was? Yep, HLA. Yeah. Like, fuck this shit, dude. All of it. I don't even have really like 
like funny quips about it because I I was just disgusted in that it was playing with my intelligence. It's like, man, I, it's definitely why? a slap face. Definitely. Why are you face. wasting time doing this? Who is this getting over? Like, you, I'll ask uh, the question that I asked at the beginning: Who the fuck asked for this shit? Yeah. The only thing that we ask for, if you corporate fucks have been paying any attention to your fan base instead of taking for granted as you do, we just ask for a better show. We ask yeah. you to book the stars that you have. Vince came on uh, the conference call and said, oh, we've got to build more stars. and Every excuse in the world. And you give us this shit. No one asked for this shit at all. No one liked Brawl for it all when that shit came around. So how in the fuck did you think that this right here was going to be any good? You have wrestlers in, in there. Like, I seen Eric and Ivar in there. Like, how come you just couldn't make... All right, I'll tell you what. If they really wanted to make this shit make sense, okay, give it that whole spill. But guess what? Put up a ring. Put those superstars in there and have actual wrestling matches. Make your whole show raw underground instead of instead of just this whole pit fighting MMA shit as such. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think they bit off a of lucha underground with the greediness. Yeah. So like WWE can't even be original. I won't say all of WWE because there's one one show that that, that tends to keep it original. Yeah. But but for the most part, you have. I heard it was split when it comes to the wrestling community because some motherfuckers is uh, is accepting it. And they're going along with the whole thing about, well, here they go giving you something, uh, uh, giving you something, and you're already shitting on it. Why? Because nobody asked for this shit. No. Nobody I, I asked, asked for, for it. I asked for better matches and better storylines and more more cognitive and motherfucking long-term building. Yeah. So that that's what I wanted. That, like, that, I, that doesn't seem too hard. Like, you can give me good matches out of that. That's a cop out. You that's have a twenty four seven title that's essentially a hardcore title that yeah. you can make to be one of the premier things. That's how you break open people. Yep. That twenty four seven title, this no, US title. There is a whole mid card that you can focus on and still have your main event shit. Uh, I understand that creative is handcuffed because from what I heard, uh, Vince only accepted maybe two scripts. No. And was tearing up everything else. Like I, I, I honestly said, the show would not get better until Vince Pritchard and them people are removed. Uh, <clears throat> Too but, much Pritchardness. But yeah, like once once again, we go back to the, these certain fans that will that will that will kiss the ass and lick the scrotum of everything that Vince will throw at them, and just try to make up excuses. And this was an excuse right here. Oh, here they go trying to do something creative, and y'all are shitting on it because it was some bullshit. It's a bullshit. All we ask for is a show that we can watch that is wrestling. Fuck the Attitude Era. Not saying like that, but fuck the <laughs> Attitude Era. As in, I don't want the Attitude Era to come back. Like, you have some motherfuckers that say, oh, I, I wish Stone Cold. Nobody wants to see an 80-year-old Stone Cold or a 60-year-old Rock or nothing. Look, you have new wrestlers. You have a future. Build towards the future. Fuck some damn Attitude Era and build on what is 2020 and take it to that next level. Every... Thing else is evolving around you for except you so do fucking better and fuck this WWE underground shit man I, my- <laughs> I am fucked up I see, <laughs> I, 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 
His eyes. Ah, yeah, my shit is like the, like our new official logo on Hayes Hops and Turnbuckles. He's my gonna eyes stretch are out. red. He's gonna stretch out on this couch. Try. To- I'm gonna go nay nay. I'm gonna tell you like that. I'm gonna look. My voice is gonna be slanted because I'm gonna be laying down. Fuck y'all heard. Um, my roach clip of the week is. You got one for this show? The U.S. title match. I mean, okay, right. it was. I, I was just happy to see a good, a good match out of MVP. I know what yeah. I can get out of Apollo Cruz. Yep. They still haven't scratched the surface of what he can bring to the ring. Right. But, I mean, he needed more time in NXT to really find a character. He I was think definitely pulled up too yeah, fast. way yeah. too fast. You know, I mean, he almost could have He almost could have been Keith Lee before Keith Lee. Yeah. yeah so. It's like Vince, look, oh, let's see what's on the roster. Oh, they look good, yeah. He's black, he's big, he can flip. Oh, shit. We don't know what to do with him now. He's here. Bring him up. All right, my last shot <laughs> was that wild Irish Rose fucking up Montez Ford. It was oh, great. It was man. great. Like I mean, that that segment right there. I like I like that whole segment because it's obvious that it might have been Garza and Andrade, but what if? What if it was someone else that poisoned them? Kind of like the uh, what is it? The resistance. Either the Resistance, the War Raiders. Yeah. I mean, it, it could go either way. Sky's the limit. Like I said, when there's a question mark on something that I got interested in, like, hey, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I was interested in, into it from jump. You mm-hmm. know, I, 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 I thoroughly enjoy Montez Ford, mm-hmm. Angelo Dawkins, Street Profits. Yeah. Uh, I don't do Angel Garza and uh, try to got like a tag team name or is it just... This is just long name. Angel Andrade. Yeah, okay. I know you try what? to shorten it. You call it ASS. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Triple A, man. Triple A. A Z. Oz. No, I, I get mad at if 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 my, if if my word processor doesn't like. I'll type in the A, and for some reason doesn't come up. So I got to type all that shit out yeah. of here. Shit's headache. Please come up with a name so I don't got to keep on doing that. Yeah. Selena. Selena. Alright, that is the Raw Extendo version of a long-ass Raw with dialogue, and we hope that you're still with us, and if you are, we are glad, and we say muchas gracias for being here for the dos, uh, for, for, for the, the, uh, what is it, the, the, the essay? Diaz. Not Diaz. That's the last name. It's the, it's the Diego, man. Diego. It's Diego. This is the dos times cinco. Man, I got to call my daughter. Actually, <laughs> it was ten, baby. Tell daddy what ten yeah, is. It's, it's, I think it's Diaz. You might be right. Yeah, man, it might be. I don't know. I you said Diaz, like Pablo Diaz, is over there. Yeah, you know he's a part of uh, Legados uh, del del Fantasma. <laughs> All right, man. Are you ready for a bad show? Yeah, I want to watch this shit. Yeah, Smack it down. Smack it down is here. And here goes a quick rundown of the card. Matt Riddle defeats Seamus via DQ. Cesaro defeats Lince Dorado. Jeff Hardy defeats King Corbin via DQ. Seamus defeats King Corbin. Heavy Machinery versus Miz. And Morrison ends in a no contest. 
All right, the Firefly Funhouse opens up the show, and before the fun starts, Bray would like to address something. He says it's been a bunch of haters that's been sliding in his DMs. <laughs> yo, that's <was, laughs> so stupid. And yo, this segment, man, the Firefly Funhouse is the best segment. Every week, like it's the best, like his own little segment. It's the he best shit going. Haters slide to his DMs, <laughs> but blaming little old him for what happened to little Miss Bliss last week. And Yowie Wowie, he says, if you want to point the finger at someone, shame on you, B Train. How you could let something so horrific <laughs> happen to someone he cares about? All he had to do was give him what he wants, and now uh, he happens to know B Train will be there later with someone very special. He's waiting for you, B Train. His advice. Give him what he wants, or she'll find out what he's fully capable of. Heebie-jeebies, just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's coming up later. All right. Um, it's Matt Riddle versus Sheamus, and uh, the bell sounds, and they lock up for a break. Riddle goes for a sleeper, but it's a break from the ropes. Uh, a break on the ropes, headlock, takedown by Sheamus into an arm bar, into a waistlock, and a takedown by Riddle. Another lock up for another break. Uh, knee to the midsection, followed by stomps from Sheamus, and now with Riddle into another arm bar. Riddle back uh, to his feet, and it's reversed into an arm bar of his own into a pin combination for two. Power bomb by Sheamus with a couple of strikes, and Riddle holds on to the rope. But Sheamus drops Riddle neck first on the ropes and now pounds his chest in. Uh, Sheamus to the top of uh, Sheamus to the top. Riddle blasts Sheamus off the top to the outside and then commercial. Don't don't don't. Yeah, man. Uh, chin lock by Sheamus and Riddle runs into an Irish curse, but not once, but thrice for a two. That that spot always looked like it hurts. I mean. It do. <laughs> it, it, it can't. It can't do nothing but her. And I mean, right. on both of them. Yeah. Back to a chin lock. Riddle back to his feet, and a kick to the side of the head of Sheamus. And Riddle with some strikes, and then a Pele kick, a kip up into forearms, post to post, and then they explode a suplex on Sheamus. I like that whole little, uh, that whole little uh, segment right there. The running kick, then a senton on Sheamus for a near fall, another senton, and a miss floating bro into a white noise by Sheamus for a two. <laughs> You're going to love this one. Sheamus go, goes for a junkie kick. <laughs> that's it. That's why I call it now. It's no longer a broke kick. It's, it's the junk. junkie kick. <laughs> but it's dead lifted into a bridge suplex for a two. Riddle runs into the most deadliest, undefeated, undisputed move in all of WWE history. Surprise, Riddle. Yeah, because that was only for a two. But Riddle takes a backbreaker. Sheamus misses Riddle going into the ring post, shoulder first, and it's uh, to the outside. Riddle with some kicks, but Sheamus answers back with some knees. And Chad Gable attacks the King of Bros to get Sheamus a DQ. Riddle back to his feet, whooping Gable's ass all over the ringside, and he kicks Gable into the chest, celebrating his win. No ransom for you, Gable. Sheamus rolls Gable into the ring, and he also receives a junkie kick. <laughs> he cusses out Gable. Man, I need it real bad. <laughs> he cusses out Gable, furious about his loss. And it looks like he was fiending, as 420 just said. And he gets another junkie kick for his party. Man, I'm feeling real bad. He got one of them kicks, baby. <laughs> Yo, alright, so I would give it three grams of fire, but I'm giving it two and a half for the simple fact that 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 Chad Gable did not have like some uh Kick men- me off, baby. <laughs> jonky kick. Let me hit him with the jonky. Uh, 
I was mad as that 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 Shorty Gable didn't go all full full uh, minion uh, Game of Thrones with his uh, attire. He's still looking like a fucking. 1990s uh, how to gym j- jazzercise video. <laughs> this is how Bud, you do this. Bud Bundy stuck stu- stu- double. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Cabbage patch. Starting off <laughs> at three. <laughs> three. Ooh, two, one. one. <laughs> three, two, <laughs> one. <laughs> Tootsie, roll. Uh, to the left. <laughs> to the left. To the right. To the right. No, dude. Oh, hold up. That's a bat. You're not ready for this. Yeah, not Don't ready. Try. Not ready. Start from square one. Back to, back to the cap batch. Yeah. Three, two. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, did this to me. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh, man, how many cores like did I have? I bought the uh, six-pack aluminum bottle. So, uh, yeah, I got another one. I got another Coors uh, Light for this one. And like I said, those mountains are blue. Uh, this is a match that I agree that should have happened on SmackDown. Sheamus versus uh, Matt Riddle. Sheamus doesn't have anything going on at the moment. Matt Riddle is still trying to climb to whatever title and show his establishment. This is the perfect key match that people love to come to the main roster shows to see. This mm-hmm. is a match that makes sense. I liked it all the way up until... Until the, this match was thrown out, I wanted to see a victor. Yeah, and and, and what happens later on kind of made the match not. They made it make make sense. Yeah, yeah you kudos, know, kudos, kudos to SmackDown. Yeah, kudos to SmackDown. At least they made it. You know, they brought it all the way around. But uh, it was probably one of the better matches I've seen in a while. Very stiff. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that shit. I think a lot of a lot of people want to see that out of Matt Riddle and. Um, Seamus, I want to see a fucking program with these two motherfuckers going hand in hand. Yeah. 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 Because Seamus can give it and take it, so I, I want to see that. Yeah, Seamus has looked, I mean, this is probably the best Seamus has looked uh, since coming back from taking his time off. And Yeah, uh, good shit, man. Good shit. I can't even shit on it. Like I said, the only part I didn't like is the It's the finish. It's the finish, and, and Shorty G still looking like a jazzercise fucking this is how we do it yeah <laughs> now we're we gonna start running in place get your heart rate up you got your three pound weights come on yeah this is how we do it come on you can say with me come on come on Hey, didn't Montel Williams sing this? <laughs> you know the bald-headed guy? He got that show. He's, I think he still got that show. He might be doing infomercials now. I don't know. He, ju- he juicing. He he's, juicing. He's talented. <laughs> King Corbin is backstage, and it's another Sarah that we don't know. This is not a regular Sarah. This ain't no regular Sarah. Yeah. And Seamus interrupts saying that his minion cost him his match, and if he tries that shit again, he'll kick his fucking head off. <laughs> what the junkie get? Ooh, I need a real bite. And he'll shove that crown up his arse. <laughs> the king says he's lucky he has a match with Jeff, or he'll put a dent in his own fucking skull. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they're trying to clean this shit up as it goes. And yeah. I like it. For yeah. one, I like it. For- can't believe they're actually doing it. We're going to give you some logic for a little bit yeah, on the show. Yeah, I'll fuck with it. Okay, the, the dirt sheet is underway, and the Miz and Morrison recap the creep. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Attack on Mandy Rose. <laughs> Morrison. <laughs> 
Morrison says they often focus on gossip, and The Miz responds, but it's some uh, technical difficulties on the SmackDown show as well. Uh, The Miz welcomes Mandy Rose's hair (laughs) to the show. (laughs) I think this is so bad that it was kind of funny. Of course. That's what they went for, and it it worked. I think they hit all cylinders. Morrison says he can't imagine what her hair has been through. Her hair says Mandy has reached out to her since the incident. (laughs) The Miz is shocked, saying that for years you never you never left Mandy's head, and Otis's honey baked ham fingers is running through her hair. That was a funny, that was a funny line. Uh, uh, they're making fun of her hair. Miz says the future is bright for Mandy's hair, and they wish the best luck to it. The real victim has not been heard yet, and they welcome the creep. Yeah, yeah. Sonya Deville, who's looking like she's there for the greater good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, she's definitely uh, inspired by past self's uh, outfits, but uh, man, speaking of which, uh, you just brought something to me. She'd be perfect for them. I agree. That'll be that's and that's her way to get to the Thought Foundation. She can really solve <laughs> this shit right there. So maybe when the draft comes along, you can bring the yeah. Thought Foundation yeah. over, yo, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> she uh. She trashes Mandy's hair as well as the Miz asks, why did she cut it? Sonya says she wanted to make her ugly inside and out, and she enjoyed whooping her ass last week. It was like she was concerned for her image, and it's pathetic and sad. Sonya would apologize, but she doesn't feel bad and doesn't respect her. She says the crowd is pathetic because they're waiting for her revenge. And the Miz says he doesn't think it will happen because there were no posts on social uh, social media by her. Sonya says Mandy won a Bumpy Award for making out with Otis, and the only bright side is they look like a couple now. Heavy machinery. That's right. Heavy machinery are out beating down the Miz and Morrison, ending this segment. Um, I'm glad they given. Uh, hopefully, they're going to give this a SummerSlam match because I didn't understand how Sonya Deville and Manny Rose program only played out on Raw. I mean, on SmackDown. Yeah. That didn't make any sense. So I'm cool with it. And, and Miz and Morrison, they're really finding their niche in how they uh they get comfortable with it. You know, what I'm saying I, I think it was forced the first couple months, you know what I'm saying? You know how to they knew how to work with each other. Kinda like us. Yeah. <laughs> like they had to figure out how to, to work it out. With, but yeah. Once when it gels, hey Yeah, yeah, we we, we hitting on all cylinders, so yeah. I, I I fucks with it. Just keep it moving. And question uh right now as I look up at the screen, uh how good was this CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar? I've been trying not to watch it but it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> we got a show to do. Yeah, it's hard bro. Got a show to Dude, do. One of the best CM Punk I mean, one of the best Brock Lesnar. I'll say both. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this CM Punk and Brock Lesnar. This was uh, outside of uh, what match was it? The John Cena match at Extreme Rules. This is Brock's, probably Brock's best match since yeah. returning oh, yeah. to WWE back in, what was it, 2012? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with everything that you said about, you know, the whole Miz and Mandy mm-hmm. and the creep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that whole thing. 
Yeah, so we move on. We move on. A recap of Cope going sprout to the table <laughs> and the horrible show and out come Shinsuke or Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Oh, shit. I said Shinsuke. <laughs> <laughs> Suzuki? Yeah. <laughs> Cesaro versus Lindsay Dorado and the bell sounds and it's a lockup into the corner with Cesaro taking over. Are you a bean? Uppercut on Dorado, but they go back and forth. Uh, Dorado with some luchin. Luchin! And to a hair Karana sending Cesaro into the out, onto the outside. The lights flicker, and Dorado goes for a flip dive, but is caught, and he tries to hold onto the plexiglass. A uh, hair Karana into the corner of the apron, and Dorado is in control, sending Cesaro back into the ring. Shoulder into the midsection of Cesaro, into a sunset flip pin combo for two. A kick to the side of the head, and then the springboard back, uh, springboard back into the ring. But Cesaro catches him for a backbreaker for two. For backbreaker, bro. Yeah. Cesaro can do no wrong, man. Cesaro. I'm trying to hold that to the end. I'm trying to hold it to the end. But uh, Cesaro puts in an armbar, but Dorado is back to his feet. A kick to the midsection, and Dorado is luching. Luching again, some more luching. A springboard stunner on Cesaro into a double moon into double moon sauce. He goes for a trio, but Nakamura distracts him to give Cesaro the advantage. A razor's edge attempt, but it's turned into a small package for a two. But Cesaro lands another European. European uppercut on uh, Dorado, and Cesaro hits the neutralizer for the win. Man, that's it. It was three grams of five for me. Yeah. I did not know Lindsay Dorado speaks perfect English. Yeah, so yeah. Lindsay Dorado fluent. can fluent. speak perfect English and we ain't did nothing with him? Nope. Come on, Vince. Nah, all right, now nah, nah, you, nah, you bullshit. Nah. They all look like they talk <laughs> like that. The only one I believe was Rey Mysterio. <laughs> I never know who's talking because they always got the mask. I watched them in WCW, but I don't trust either one. Who is that psychosis? <laughs> put, put them all three together and let them ride a riding lawnmower. The Mexicos. <sighs> That'll work. That's such good shit. Good shit. Um, yeah, man. Lindsay Dorado. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that what Lindsay Dorado can pull off. I mean, because tag matches is different because you're just going for spots and you you don't really have a lot of one-on-one mm-hmm. match psychology because mm-hmm. a tag match you, you're building for the next spot I mean you're, doing, you're building for the next spot I- either way but you can tell more of a different story when it's singles right. and I'm very 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 much impressed with Lince Dorado mm-hmm. more so than Grand Metalik Metalik is cool because he has a different type of offense which sets them apart but Lince Dorado bro he's dope yeah I, you know, I think both are held back. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to give this one what I was drinking uh, last night, and I bought a 12-pack this week just to switch things up. Michelob Ultra. Ooh. Yeah, man, they are good when they're cold, and this match was great, you know. The only the only part, and, like, this is just me nitpicking, like, if they're trying to push uh, the Lucha House Party, whose name I still hate with a passion, yeah. Uh, I don't think that Lince Dorado should be losing. You know, I don't. I don't know any. I don't know any superstar or any talent that could be taken seriously if they're losing every week. You know what I mean? I mean, What's but it? it was against Cesaro, and you know that's why I let it slide because it made Cesaro look like a beast. Uh, between Lince Dorado and Grand Medley, I seen what these guys both did in the Cruiserweight Classic, so I know both of these guys in a single capacity. 
they both are great. They both are great. Um, Cesaro, on the other hand, like every time I see how great he is, this that's matter of fact, that's an awesome entrance he has too. Oh yeah, I'm glad he quit wrestling in capri shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Finally got him some ring gear, and he's always been he's always looked very presentable. But God damn, aren't you so pissed that he's not getting taken seriously as a main eventer, along with uh, Shinsuke? But we're gonna focus on Cesaro. Why are we not getting this guy in the main event picture? Hell, I would just took him in the. Uh... Main, uh, you know, a uh, main player in the Intercontinental title. Like, if he was just running with the Intercontinental yeah. belt, like have, having runs or defending for the title, going for the title, you know, looking like, you know, because you know, after you win that IC title, you know, the next step is supposed to be the world's, you know, strap. Yeah. That's the next obvious step after you will, you know, achieve right. Intercontinental title. So, yeah, I would like to see that. You know, that that'd be a cool. I don't know if he's ever been in a continental champion. I know he's been U.S. champion. Uh, either or, I think I know he's been U.S. champion. Because that's how he I'm started sure. out. I'm not for sure. Which was dope. He, he, when he first came in the game. Yeah, when he uh, when he won against uh, who was it? Uh, Kofi. No, it wasn't Kofi. He took the U.S. title from. Um, you sure? Santino. Because okay. remember that girl that used to mess with Teddy Long was with a he was Antonio Cesaro then. Yeah. But but yeah, um <clears throat> if you want somebody to really be like that person that is ringleader of the mid card to get, you know, that push to that main event status, look no further than Cesaro. Like this is a guy that I would love to have a program with AJ Styles for that I C title and like they just put on killing. I'll be there for it. Uh, that's a match that'll get over as well, unless Vince keeps his hands off of it and the matches are so micromanaged. Let these people go out and kill it. You're pretty much stalling on a mid-card, which is something that the WWE really needs right now. They really need a mid-card to stretch out uh, to stretch out storylines. Like, right. Quit, quit having them just standing around and you just focus on four or five people. Like, you got a mid-card on Raw and SmackDown. Like, why are you not using it? And why are you so sour on, on, on Cesaro? And he was right. Cesaro did win his first U.S. title from uh, Santino. Yep. Yeah, but the chick that was with him, I was like, yo, she was... She had that whole Lana... Yeah, but, she was the first ravishing but like, dom- but, like, more of a dominatrix-type look yeah. to her. I didn't get that. I think she was probably a problem backstage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, who knows? Because we haven't heard nothing else from her since uh, her departure. You know, that was pretty... Oh, you know what? She... Who was it that she injured? It was somebody she fucked like she detached the eye from the orb. Who who was it? It was... Was it Naomi? I think it was Naomi. Yeah, so maybe maybe she was was just reckless and... Because that was like a total divas... Yeah. Thing, yeah, yeah, and she hasn't been heard from since. So, what the fuck was her name? I don't know why Melina's on the line, but I know that's not it. No, it, it was something crazy. Tunky's backstage. Tucky, Tucky. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Tunky's backstage trying to come. <laughs> Stop. <Tucky. laughs> Tucky. Club, by the way. 
But Tuggy is backstage trying to calm all this down and the reason for the smack it down season. Uh, yeah. Caleb Braxton comes in and asks Otis, does he think Caleb? You got me on my knees, Caleb. <laughs> yeah. Man. Caleb. Uh Otis uh she asked Otis, does he think that he can channel his anger? Otis says, everything is a joke to them, and they've crossed the line. Uh, Tucky says, Miz and Morrison couldn't leave it alone. And Otis says, he used, he's used to jokes ever since he was a wee lad, but he won't stand for it when it comes to his peach, and no one will be laughing after tonight. <laughs> All right. The Fiend is here, and why the fuck are we getting the full entrance on Smacker now? Just to stand in the rain. Shit's still fired up. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I was I, like, man, why is this happening? All right, I'm I was so hyped. I was so hyped to hear it. You know, I'm, you were saying to <laughs> shit. I was looking at my girl, and she ain't paying no attention. I'm, I'm off to the left, though. I'm off to like the left. She came to see me. She got, she got to look to look to the back to see me. So yeah, I was saying. So what? So 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 so. Yep, catching flies in his motherfucking mouth. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the Fiend stands in the ring, uh, in the red ring, and where the fuck did Alexa Bliss come from? At first, I thought it was like, all right, are they showing what happened last week? How the fuck is she in the ring? Yeah. Like, just like, I, hey, magic, man. Yeah. Magic. Magic. Yeah, he circles her and crawls towards her, showing her the claw, but Alexa grabs his hand and drops it with the Fiend showing some compassion for a sec. And hey! It's B-Train strolling, calling the Fiend a sadistic bastard. And he can give a $40 fuck about Alexa, and all he cares about is destroying him. He knew where uh, he knew there were only two ways of him coming out of the swamp. One, the most evil son bitch that you ever laid eyes on. And two, the man that spat in the face of the devil. He tried to fight it, but he was pushed to his breaking point. B-Train is fulfilling his destiny. B-Train is a monster, and at SummerSlam, the Fiend can have what he wants as he faces the monster. So... What was the last time we see Strowman on uh, TV? Uh, what was that? Like uh, the week before, uh, what, the Friday before Extreme Rules. So Extreme Rules was his last time, right? Yeah. We, so thought, that, he, we thought he got eaten by a gator. So that was, what, two weeks ago or three weeks ago? Uh, a little bit ago. About three weeks About ago? About three. Three weeks ago. Yeah, so, so he's moved up. So he is B-Train... All hell, Jesus. <laughs> so you know how Jesus rose on the third day. He he didn't rose on the third so week. So his name is so. So we have a new name, Bezos Strowman. Bezos Strowman. Changing notes. Bezos Strowman. <laughs> Delete B train. Enter Bezos. We got the passer on Raw. He went down nah, down in the swamp. Where did he go? And he and he and he battled the alligator. What did he do? What did he and do? And he came back. What he did? Won't he do it? And he came back. And he said, "Fiend, fiend, fiend, fiend. fiend. I don't give a damn." I said, "I don't give a damn about Alexa. <laughs> Only bitch I talk to is the bitch in my house, to Alexa." Alexa, what was World War Two? That bitch, give me the right answer. Y'all don't hear me. A B C or D? A B C or D? I don't give a damn about Alexa. On a third week. On a third week. On a third week. Third week. On a third week. One, two, three. Third week. One of those trains. 
What happened after the third week? Beezus came up. Beezus. Beezus came up. Beezus. Beezus came up and Beezus. he said, Beezus. he said, Fiend. Beezus. Fiend. 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 I'm a monster. What are you? Not Kane. Not him. Not Undertaker. Not him. But a monster. What are you? What are you? B-Train. <laughs> A.K.A. Beezus. Y'all don't hear me. Ah, uh, Seth. Ah, uh, Seth. Ah, uh, Seth. Roman Reigns forever. <laughs> I love you, Roman. <laughs> now we open the doors. <laughs> oh, Muffin got me. I've been, I've been fed. I've been fed for the day. Uh, as we move on, <laughs> as we move on, oh, Phil is extremely excited as uh, Curtis is on vacation and Jeff Hardy is on his way to the ring. Uh, Phil wasn't there last week because he was afraid of what Curtis might do to Jeff uh, after his bar fight. And Phil went off crying and sat at home. He took he took some leave and now he's back because uh, Curtis is on vacation. <laughs> yeah, he got that motherfucking uh, that OHB symbol on that little necklace. <laughs> they sticking them all in his neck. You think? I love yeah, when Lita was with them guys. <laughs> Lita, me with them thongs, man. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I loved her. I loved her. But but it's great to see Jeff back. You know, you know. Not now. Now that Curtis isn't here, let me tell you how I really feel about Curtis. Curtis, he's a bully. <laughs> He's a bully and he's not good. He's not great. But Jeff is. <coughs> but uh, I gotta go because Jeff, Jeff is on. Jeff's on. All right, uh, it's Jeff Hardy versus King Corbin. Corbin, and uh, we've seen this match a few weeks ago. So straight to the finish. Yep. Sheamus gives Hardy a junk, <laughs> a junk kick. Causing a DQ on the Kang, and they argue on the outside. So now it's Sheamus versus Corbin. Sheamus all over the Kang, whipping his ass from post to post. A European uppercut on the Kang, and uh, uh, and he tries to go to the outside for some air. A running clothesline from the Kang, Sheamus on the outside, and into the barricade. The Kang is in full control, and Corey, uh, Corey Graves with some dumb commentator syndrome, saying that he never thought he'd see a match take place like this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, did we have they all, have they touched? Have they fought before? I I don't know, but I was excited that it was Hill versus Hill. I, I was de- definitely. I never with, thought a match like this would happen. I mean, you know, whatever. The Kang slams Sheamus' head off of the announcer's desk and sends him back into the ring, but he's met with the knee and thrown right back to the outside. The Kang into the barricade uh, and bounced off of the announcer's desk as well. Then into the ring post. Back into the ring, Sheamus goes to the top for a miss into a sidewalk slam for a two. So ground a pound on Sheamus, and then he gets sent into the post shoulder first. Shots to the back of Sheamus' head, then a straight right hand. Sheamus uh, in a cross face, and it looks uh, looks like for a minute from the king. And uh, Sheamus back to his feet, but he's clotheslined. Matt Riddle is in for the distraction, and it's another donkey kick. <laughs> oh, I need a real bio. To the king for the win. Uh... I loved all this shit. I loved every bit of it. I'm giving it three grams of five. This is one of the better matches I ever seen Baron Corbin have. And I think it's just because Sheamus is that type of motherfucker that's like, I I could take that. 
whatever you give me. Yeah. You, you can't. You take what I'm about to give you. you. I'm gonna beat your yeah, ass. Yeah. You better. You, you better be stiff on me because I'm not letting up. Yeah, yeah. So you know, just just. I mean, I think just the what the ten beats of the Baldwin or Cauldron or whatever. I just call it some chess. <laughs> I didn't want to take that. <laughs> like, nah, that shit looks like. You know what? I'm ring. I'm looking at the ref like ring that bell. Man, man. you I'm said you said five count, man. <laughs> he he hit me about ten, twelve times. He took count. it for twenty. It was one. It was somebody. Man, that when he was a face, he used to yeah. just give it to everybody. It was probably Big Show or Mark Henry, there, one of one of them. There is no good way of taking that. Oh, Enzo! Didn't he? Didn't he get a hold of Enzo? Remember when they was giving Enzo the shit treatment? Yeah. He was just getting destroyed every yeah. time he came out. It, it might have been Enzo. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh, but yeah, three grams of fire. Like I fucks with it. Well, uh, I put back the up. junkie kick was crazy. <laughs> Call it the junkie kick. It's sticking. <laughs> that junkie kick, man. The way he because it came out of nowhere. It just Seamus. <laughs> Get out of here, will ya? And it was cool because I was like, man, I've already seen. Yeah, you know uh, the Kang and motherfucking Jeff Hardy. Yeah, we seen a lot of Taker's uh, retirement film. Yeah, film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I was not in enthused. I'm glad they got they. Could, you could tell they were just doing like the go home. Yeah. you know, part of the their match, and you know they was rushing through it to like, get to that point. I, I didn't even honestly like I'm, I was looking down at my phone when that match was going and then like <laughs> I heard Junkie kick and yeah. I was like hey alright here we are yeah um yeah I put up the Michelob Ultra and I pulled back out my aluminum bottles of uh of Coors Light with the Blue Mountains and it seems that's what I'm pulling from cause it's some decent shit going on mm-hmm. uh man like you see what happens when you book with logic okay we see how the first match happened with uh with Matt Riddle and Sheamus uh, it wasn't a king, but the king's minion coming down, fucking up that. And then he said he was going to get him later. And mm. he did. Yeah. And it made sense to Junkie Kick Jeff Hardy to make the shit all come full yeah. circle. And now they can, you know, take take whatever frustration out on one another afterwards. Like, yeah. I dig it. Like, I was like, all I've ever wanted was shit to make sense. Mm-hmm. And this made sense. So Perfect kudos, sense. Kudos to whoever wrote this part, man. Yeah. Like, hats off to you. We don't get this a lot, but when we get it, right. two thumbs up. Man. I mean, the two whole way up. that it just transitioned from each segment to each segment, it started, like, SmackDown started off great. You start off with the Firefly Funhouse, you can't go wrong. So, yeah, like I said, three grams of fire. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he got lost in uh, Big E as a singles competitor. I'm glad we're about to not, see that. That is not who I was looking at. Oh, oh, I. Right. I was uh, Yams. Yeah, Yams. Yeah. Oh, AJ Lee. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Caitlin too. <laughs> so let's go. All right, the Golden Role Models eight. Uh, the Golden Role Models are backstage, and uh, Sasha asked Bailey, "Is she okay, knowing that she has a match against Oscar and Bailey?" And Sasha, uh, she says Sasha could have asked her, knowing she wants to get some get back for Kyrie Singh. <laughs> okay, Sasha reassures that everything will be fine, and they are told by some jabroni that they're needed in a ring for a video conference, none other than Stephanie McMahon. Funaki says that he's the number one announcer, but I call bullshit as we see Kayla. 
Once again, she's backstage with Biggie, and she asks, "What's next? What's the next part of his journey?" Biggie runs down his antics. Uh, he says, "What could have been if they passed him the ball? What could have been if they let him run it alone?" From the cosign from the WWE universe, Kofi and Xavier, they could be a way as pressure, but that doesn't hold them down. But it lifts them up. He doesn't know where the run is going to take him, but it's going to get all of him because the new day rocks. What? New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. Yeah, dig? Yep. All right. Uh, Stephanie is on the Titantron and is about to address the Golden Role Model. She thanks them both for joining <laughs> her, and she congratulates them on their accomplishments as Bailey and Sasha do a little ass kissing. Uh, Stephanie sees through it, saying that she's not sure about them being role models, and they still did to uh, they still attempt to kiss the ass of Stephanie. And she's not going to lecture them, but she's going to challenge them. Sasha will defend her title against Asuka at SummerSlam, and next week there will be a triple brand battle royal to determine Bailey's opponent at the pay-per-view as well. And that's what's best for business. Yo, so if if uh, Stephanie McMahon is going to continue to uh, keep showing up on the Titan Tron, I've seen some shit online, uh, and I'm definitely jacking it. Yeah. She's <laughs> going to call her Zordon. <laughs> that Zordon every time she come up with Buddy, buddy Morphe said what? <laughs> that Zordon every time she come up with giving the Power Rangers their motherfucking mission. Yeah, yeah there it is. That's Zordon. Go 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 get your ass whooped. Oh, uh, do you, who you thinking uh, is gonna be uh, coming out as Bailey's competition at SummerSlam? <clears throat> uh. It's going all across three, uh, three brands, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to look at somebody who may not be into anything. So I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. Candice LeRae. I mean, I know that's very left field, but we both say either as a face or a heel, she's not doing nothing in NXT. Candice LeRae versus Bailey at SummerSlam. Uh. I'm going to go with one that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. And the loss doesn't help, but it doesn't help, but keeps the uh, program going. Naomi. Okay. Makes sense. She's got okay. the whole not give Naomi a chance. What Naomi deserves better. I will drink another swig of margarita to that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you got name, you know. She can lose and not hurt her. They can, especially if they put on a great match, you know, a very competitive match. That, that would definitely uh, answer the hashtag of Naomi deserves more. Yeah, so you know, give her give her a title run. Yep. I mean, <clears throat> well, you know, title shot. Yeah, I can see that. I can dig it. I can smoke a bag of that. I can dig it. Yeah, so. Uh, we're going to move on. And uh, Miz and Morrison are backstage with uh, Creep. Yeah. yeah. And the smack of the night. Kayla approaches uh, the uh, approaches him asking about, do they regret taking things too far with the nice dirt sheets? The Miz says that they are professionals and sometimes good comedy offends. Morrison says Otis and Tucker get confused. Then they get mad. Then they make mistakes. Miz says that they are marvels and mental giants. 
Morrison says if they can't take the heat, stay out of the kitchen. But they never said that shit to Otis. They go on to joke about Otis being upset. Miz says that they have a match to prepare for, and they dismiss Kayla? The nerve of them fuckers. You don't dismiss Kayla. What the fuck is wrong with them? All right, the Miz and Morrison versus Heavy Machinery, and I forgot, just like that, Otis is this year's Money in the Bank Man, one. I can't, every time he come out with it, I'm like, oh, shit, he's got the title? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, uh, the, the briefcase? Yeah. Wow. All right, Tucker and Morrison kick things off, and it's a face-off. And shouldn't this match have started off with uh, full throttle if they're out to avenge Mandy? Yeah. Like, why are we measuring each other up? And they killed it for me. So, straight to the finish. Not a bad match, but it was a setup uh, as a regular match, and I, I wasn't down with that. So, a caterpillar from Otis into Morrison. The Miz breaks it up. They go into the outside, and Tucker is being taken out after being ran into the plexiglass. Then Otis into the steps, and the real reason that we're here, Mandy shows up, and it's some Huddle House action. Huddle House. Huddle House. Huddle House. This SmackDown can't be Waffle House, <laughs> so it's Huddle House. Yeah. All right. And, uh, yeah, it's on Sonya DeVille. And shut the fuck up, Michael Cole, acting like he's confused, not knowing who shortened uh, hair Mandy is. And she's all over Sonya. Like, like, who is this? Who killed me? You're sitting right there, stupid. Yeah, I mean. I'm like, Vince, I'm not. Vince, I know you want me to say this shit, but I'm not saying this shit. Right. Yeah. Uh, this match is thrown out as combatants try to break up the fight. Mandy says, fuck that shit, and she's back on Sonya. Vice versa, and how original for creative to uh, excite the audience with what else? A chaotic brawl. Yeah, um, I'm, what's his name? Uh, uh, what the fuck is that dude? The, Corey Graves. Yep. He had the greatest fucking line when he said it's the guy's greatest soccer mom. Meanie Van Meanie. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. That shit does up to I was like, oh shit, she with the short hair? Okay. Okay, Minnie Van Mandy. Under dig. I'm obsessed with it. That's what she is. Minnie Van Mandy from now on. I'm fucking with it. There you have it. All right. Um. Oh, I guess I'm supposed to rate this. Uh, yeah, I mean, I gave it a gram. Uh, I mean, for the setup. Shit. The reveal of, of the minivan, Mandy. Cold, uh, uh, ice cold, old English. Old English. Because, like, why, why, back why? when I was drinking malt liquor beers and stuff, man, like, there was nothing better than an ice cold, old English 800. <clears throat> a wide. Like, a 40 to, to, to be. About it. Yeah. That used to be good. Yeah, man, um. Like I said, I, I, I didn't dig the match because, all right, you talked about how so pissed off you were at the beginning and how you came out and interrupted uh, Miz TV, and we're, we're throwing collar, uh, collar and elbow ties. Yeah. Nah, like this is supposed to be almost somewhat of a blood feud now. Yeah. So why are we you doing this? You my woman <laughs> on air, dog. Yeah. But we know we know what's about to happen. Like I don't know if it's uh, going to be a triple tag at uh, <laughs> on the kickoff SummerSlam. <laughs> Uh, or I, I don't necessarily know if uh, if it's just gonna be Mandy versus uh, Sonya. Either way, I'll take either match. I yeah. Guess, you know. But um, yeah, I mean that that's what it is. Old English. <laughs> Old English. Old English. Okay. Uh, Mandy and Sonya are shown backstage and still huddle housing and the light shut off and it's the ninjas. No. Uh, 
it's who they now call Retribution, and they come out tearing the ring up to end the fucking show. Michael Cole and Corey Graves are chased to the back as well as they beat up the crowd, and what the fuck is going on? Okay, and how pussy did they make the more bigger, stronger superstars look on the other side of the plexiglass just staring at them other little fuckers get beat on the other side? They was just standing there, like, just bucking at them and shit. They didn't see them. Mm hmm. All right. Yeah. Man, I'm glad to see a Nexus back on TV. Oh! I thought man. it was Ninjas. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm glad to see them Ninjas. Oh, it ain't the Ninjas. Even. Oh, so we calling this Retribution. Okay. Uh, the Renegades. I guess. Okay. Resistance. Sure. Okay. Rewrite Mifty. <laughs> three too. R's. That's what we call them. Man, f- I, I, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. We'll, I, I can't. We're just re- gonna leave it at that. I mean, we'll see where it goes. Like, I, we'll see if that makes sense of it. I don't understand why it would be cool if we could just have that one angle yeah. be on SmackDown. Yeah. Like the whole going across both brands, it don't need to be that. But I think, all right, so this is what I'm thinking it is. What it is. It's all the fire people. Well, from what I see, I've seen curly hair. I haven't seen Vanessa Bourne, so that might be one. Yeah. We don't know where uh-huh. Chelsea Green is. So yeah. like, but one of them, like, I noticed, like, maybe I mean, two be of so them might have been, been, been some brothers, because I was like, that kind of sounds like Xavier Woods. Yeah. I so mean, I don't know. It'll be dope. If it's like Rusev is there, and I mean, we you know, I mean, grass, like, yeah. now these were some little dudes. Little, all yeah. of them were little. So it'll take it all five like was, of them. It was a couple females. Not it just, was two. Yeah. That's why I said Vanessa Bourne and Chelsea Green. Yeah, just I mean, throw throw them out there. Yeah, we'll see if they make sense of it. Uh, yeah, Roach Clip. Oh, that fucking Sheamus Matt Riddle match. Yeah. That shit was fire. All right, uh, my last shot. Last. Uh, Fucking shots. Yeah, man. Like the whole seg, the whole segue from the first match of Matt Riddle to uh, to to the match between uh, Sheamus and uh, King Corbin at the end mm-hmm. is probably what it should be. But once again, it's Kayla. <laughs> Kayla, beauty, he got me on my knees. Kayla. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, decent show, man. I, I must say. Uh, yeah. They made sense of some shit, which always get a thumbs up from me. But next is a show that we are about to go in, The Gold Brain, ending the smack We'll be right back, little bitch ass mama, little bitch ass niggas, big ass assholes, big ass mama, I'm here right now, right now. Good evening. Nah, I'm just bullshitting. We back, <laughs> bitches, on Haze. Hops. And motherfucking turnbuckles. And we always save the best for last because on Haze, Hops, and turnbuckles, NXT is the thing we came to see. Yep. So we always got good and concise Majority of the time, yep. reviews for the best show on television because NXT. Because where it goes around here is always we do Mondays, Mondays, Fridays, Fridays, and then Wednesday. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, also, this is a this was another great show. All right, uh, we'll give a quick rundown on the card. Uh, Dakota Kai defeats Rhea Ripley. Bronson Reed defeats Shane Thorne. 
Damian Priest defeats Ridge Holland and Orly Lorcan. Keith Lee defeats Cameron Grimes. And Tegan Knox defeats Indy Hardwell. And Imperium defeats Undisputed, uh, Undisputed Era. Okay, so it's Rhea Ripley kicking it off versus Dakota Kai. They uh, lock up for a break. Uh, side headlock by Kai and brings Ripley to her knees to get a chop. Ripley no-sells it and returns a rip-cord clothesline and another, and another with a standing drop kick. Shoulders in the corner on Kai and now she receives a chop. Ripley in control for the moment, giving Kai another chop in the corner, then a stalling suplex for a two. A little bit of luching. Luching! Yes, into a wheelbarrow face buster for a two. Ripley's still in control, and the beatdown continues, and Kai is looking for, for, for Raquel now. <laughs> Where's Raquel? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I don't believe myself. No. Raquel! <laughs> Raquel! <laughs> Body scissors on Kai on the mat and elbows to the head by Kai, but she's back into the body scissors and Kai goes for a pin with a two and then it's another clothesline by Ripley. Another pin attempt for a two and a uh, 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 rage kick, I guess, from Ripley and uh, Kai escapes the suplex, a suplex to the outside and she tries taking down Ripley to no avail. Kai on the shoulders of Ripley and shit! That face to the apron on Kai was... The match was super stuff. Yeah, yeah, but she gets a two for it, and uh, Kai is in control, back in control of the match after the break, and I believe for the first time of episode 10, which probably isn't because I gave a lot of them on Raw, Ripley eats a big boo. Big boo! <laughs> for a two, and Kai has Ripley grounded with a lock. A roll-up for a two, and Kai... Uh, by Kai and a switch kick miss by Kai and Ripley comes back with the kick. Ripley has a second win and basement drop kick then electric chair drop for a two and Kai is on the ropes and Kai kicks Ripley as she answers back uh, answers uh, uh, back pop-up toss for a two on Kai. A pump handle counter into a massive DDT on Ripley and holy shit that was for a two. That DDT was one of the better DDTs I've ever seen like how crisp it looked. It seemed like she really ate that motherfucker. Um, ASAP here. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, I was a victim of a tornado uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, by, by the Grand Metal Dominate. But guess what? I fucking beat him. Goddamn right. But uh, yeah, I, I like this tornado right here that was thrown by uh, uh, well, South Dakota? North Dakota? <laughs> it's one of the Dakotas. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what it is. ASAP. Put him up. Too sweet. Look all right, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kai going for the chiropractor, but she eats a big boot. Big boot! Ripley puts Kai in uh, the prison trap, but Ripley is sent face first into the turnbuckle. Kai with the face wash in the corner, then a tip for a superplex, and Ripley is fighting back and drops Kai. Mercedes Martinez with a big boot! Big boot! On Ripley and a GTK on Ripley for the win. Uh, to get the number one contender spot for the NXT Women's Championship. And uh, Martinez attacks a bloody Ripley after the match, flattening her with a white noise. Um, So I'm giving this straight up three grams of fire. Match was, you got to see the dominance out of Rhea Ripley. I'm thinking this is setting up an eventual heel turn for Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I mean, I, think, thinking, thinking back on the discussion we had, yeah, I... 
as a face, I think she did all that she could as a face. Yeah. Like, that whole, with the, the people coming in after she beat Shayna Baszler for yeah. NXT title. Yeah, that was it. But Charlotte kind of killed all of that. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I, I, I never believed her as a face anyway. Mm -hmm. So, I'm glad this is going to eventually get to that point and mm -hmm. then also make probably make a star out of uh, Mercedes Martinez and at least give her a decent rub. Mm -hmm. So, and also help out the Robert Stone brand because I mean, I'm actually interested in it you know? now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy that we're, we're seeing this in Dakota Kai one. I mean, Dakota Kai is awesome. I, I don't understand why Raquel is not with her. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but that uh, what did they go to kick from the rope? Yep. Yeah, that was dope. That go to kick was dope. Um, then Mercedes killed her with that big boot. That big boot. That big was really big. This uh, yeah. Time. That big yeah. was. That's really a big, big lady. So yeah. I'm, I'm ready to see that boot. match. I want to put all that. your boot into that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the big <laughs> boot. <laughs> That's a delay on that boot. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to put up that, uh, what was I pulling from? Coors, and we're going to bring in some Corona Extras. Okay, 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 a little extra. And it's funny, because I haven't been given bad beer, like, it, I guess this week wasn't that bad, because I haven't been given bad beer ratings. Yeah, I mean, I gave, I had one gave, pocket lit. Like King Cobra? I think yeah, yeah. But, yeah, for, you know, Corona Extra, man... If you would have told me that I say a year ago that Dakota Kai would be this Dakota Kai, no, you know, I, I would call you a liar for sure. I, I mean, because I would have told you that's the next Bailey. That's Bailey yeah. done right. I mean, uh, and even then, with with her whole the whole team kick thing and her 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 move set then, yeah, it was impactful, but it was like with a smile on your face. Mm -hmm. Kick, yeah, I'll kick you in the corner. Yeah, ouch. Yeah. No. Like, now all of this is her move set with meaning. Now mm -hmm. as a heel, like I said, I can't help but keep on going back to Survivor Series. As soon as she went the fuck off on TV Knox, I instantly became a fan. I was like, yes, yeah. This is how you get her over. It so, got both of them because yeah. it made me care about Tegan Knox. Yeah. It's like, why did you know if you if, if I'm just a casual fan yeah. and I never seen this my first time watching NXT, somebody yeah. brought me and said, Leo, we gotta watch this um what was it, Helena not Helena Cell, War Games. War games. Yeah. War games match. And you, and you you give me this and Oh, I'm immediately interested in Dakota Kai. Yeah. Like, why she don't care about winning? Why she take out her friend? Why she slam her leg in that door? Yeah. All, you know, like, just awesome shit. Like, instant, I became, like, I was already a fan, but I instantly, like, just fell in love with this new way that she, mm. that they was approaching Dakota Kai. And when she goes back face, like, usually what happens, you start off just a pure baby face. I'm kissing babies. Mm. I'm shaking hands, signing mm. autographs. Mm. Then I'm going to turn heel and just become this total different motherfucker from baby face. But then when they go back to baby face, they take a little bit of that heel yeah, with them. Yeah. Same thing with Io Shirai. Yeah. You know, she was, she came out. Ding, 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 ding. Ding 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 
fucking motherfucking Yoshi out this bitch, yeah. man. Fucking peaches and shit. Toadstool, goddammit. In which we enjoyed EO Shirai then, but it wasn't like. Doom, doom, doom. Man, that EO right now was banging, bro. I mean, I get, I can yeah. hit, I can hit a dope ass rap song to her fucking intro music, like. And it's like she went face, but like she didn't change anything about mm. how she became, you know, this EO Shirai. She's when still she vicious, heel. yeah. Like that face versus face match with her and Tegan Knox, yeah. She came off to me as a heel, yeah. But like she ain't cheated nothing, but she just. I, I would like for her to be a tweener. Yeah. A full, complete tweener. Don't yeah. do none of that kissy baby shit. Nope. You know what I'm saying? But you just don't cheat. You know what I'm saying? But you, you, you talk your shit, and you, and you the best, and you gonna, you gonna act accordingly. Like Stone Cold said, if you cheer for me, then so be it. But if you boo, I, it don't make a damn. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, good shit, good shit. So, Undisputed Era... It's dressed for business, and it's no secret that their R&B album <laughs> is coming out the week after the Hurt Business. <laughs> These motherfuckers showed up like <laughs> 98 degrees. You are <laughs> my fire. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, who was motherfucking, uh, who was goddamn... Kyle O'Reilly though man This motherfucker is every bad boy persona In every boy band group Ooh, Look at me I got He's gonna color me bad But the white version <laughs> Undisputed color me bad man Shit Color me bad era god damn it <laughs> I thought when they was walking uh, Up to the arena Wherever they, they was at All over Tick tock you don't Stop Stop Tick tock you don't Stop 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 Man uh, Yeah Bronson Reed Versus Shane Thorne Well, well I guess I missed this match I all guess right. Thorne Didn't work out On the main roster With what was his name Andy Vink Or whoever they Yeah I, 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 I this, was happy for him. I was like, "Cool, they might do someone." Because this who MVP was 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 pushing at first. I'm yeah, he, yeah, I'm glad they scratched that. Well, uh, they lock up for a break, and Thorn can't knock him down. Reed drops Thorn, but he drop kicks Reed, then a tope into a senton and a chop. Reed full Nelson slams Thorn on the apron, which was a great spot, and now they fight onto the top turnbuckle. Thorn's pushed off and lands on his feet. A running senton into a corner, then a shiny wizard for a two. Uh, uh, a headbutt by Reed on in a military press, then a senton for a two on Thorn. And Thorn comes back with a kick to the side of the head of Reed. And now they're back and forth, but Reed with a clothesline, a massive clothesline at that, then a Death Valley driver, and like our friend Shinsuke would say, Sprat. Yeah, yeah. Thorn is flattened by a splash for the win. I say this is a quickie but goodie, and you said you. I missed it. I didn't. Even, I um. I got. The Hulu version because yeah. of not being able to be on at the time where I was near my actual cable service, so I can actually watch the full match. So I, I seen, uh, I seen like some, I seen like uh, some clips, but not enough to really give a, a, a accurate uh, description of the match. And what's funny, I, all, I almost didn't watch it. I was just gonna go to the finish mm. and, and until I sat back and actually watched the match. I was like. This shit ain't bad. I know I seen the matches a couple of weeks ago. This is a battle of, you know, the all season all. Mm. But yeah, like this was a match worth me giving this much to. Like I shit. I give this uh this this take a course. A course with the blue mountains. Course light. 
I mean, like, uh, this, this this doesn't do shit for Shane Thorne, but it shows that uh, they're definitely invested in Bronson Reed. Uh, to me, Shane Thorne is, I don't know if he just can't talk. I don't know what's missing with Shane Thorne. He's got, to me, he's got the look. He's got the he's got the offense. His matches are never bad because but it's something that's missing. I don't know what I can't put my finger on it, but it's something. It's something must be everybody just seeing because when they was first coming up, I was like, okay, that's your next, you know, big tag team. When he had his um, TM six one, yeah, when yeah. they especially when they first came on, and then yeah. both of them got injured like immediately. Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah, they had the whole vignette on how they bounced back and got back to 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 their competitive ways, and it was cleared. Just Shane Thorne to get power bombed from the inside of the ring to the outside of the a- apron by well, who was it, Acom or yeah. Razor? I said these guys are toast. And then come to find out, the other dude said, "Fuck it, I'm going back to Australia. I ain't dealing with this shit." Anymore. Yeah. So uh, it, it seems like. Uh, Shane Thorne along with Killian Dane, like they're just lost in limbo right now. They need to find themselves. Man, Shane Thorne be perfect. Yeah, like as we said in um, in the in pastors and passes uh, church. And well, you know, it's gonna take more than uh, Red Ranger Zod, uh, <laughs> Buddy Moiky. You don't think so? Because, I mean, Shane Thorne can go. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just, I yeah. don't think it's just... It, I mean, oh, you I mean, yeah. I don't know how it. long Austin Theory is going to be going or suspended or whatever. And, you know, of course, AOP. But, yeah. You know, it, to me, it seems like, you know, they may have to, you know, pull the trigger. Like, look, y'all come back. We'll figure it out. But we're going to... We got Shane Thorne right here doing nothing. We can put him in the church. Yeah. Church. Church. Of the greater good. Yeah. All right, man. Moving on. Brizongo has arrived at the arena, and for the gangsters that they are, and I must say, I'm a bit frightened and scared. Uh, Legado del Fantasma attacks yeah. the two and fucking kidnaps Fandango driving off with Breeze <laughs> chasing the fucking Denali. <laughs> like, man, I'm the- I don't know why these motherfuckers. Yo, I got. I don't give a fuck. I had to get this to save me. I just two grams of fire, but that shit was so funny. The funny part was Breezeko. I mean, uh, Tyler Breeze running after it, y'all. Yo, I was crying. I was no good when I see that shit. That shit was hilarious. Funny as fuck. These motherfuckers are gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were rolling up. I love up how on they you. just pe- keep pulling up on you and just kidnap your we ass. Like, We're going to fuck you up and kidnap me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what better? Like, they got, I mean. <laughs> I don't know how long they going to be able to get away with it. And plus, I think they got some weight in the, in the car. <laughs> 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 they got they got weight. They got more. I need to make a stop. <laughs> On the way. Everybody strapped. Like, what, what you mean? It's You're not fooling. Look, you, don't let this NXT shit fool you, okay? Yeah. yeah. NXT, fuck that. D-I-E. Yeah, right. Or D-O-A. You can come out with another Lucha mask on again. Come out with another mariachi. I fucking song. dare you. I dare you. Sarah's cousin. Slap him. Yeah, Mackenzie asked why the Robert, Robert Stone brand interfered in a Ray Ripley's match with Stone saying she may be done with them, but they are not done with her. Uh-uh. Damien Priest versus Oni Larkin versus Ridge Holland. Forever, baby. Forever. Forever. Yeah. The Lord of... <laughs> Infamy! 
Infamy. The Archer. Uh. <laughs> All right. It's a stare down from the three. Holland and Lorcan forearm each other, uh, but are both dropped by Priest with two shots. Elbow on Lorcan in the corner by Priest, and then a clothesline by Holland on Lorcan as well. A flatliner on Holland from Priest, and a flurry of strikes on Lorcan as Lorcan tries to reverse. He ducks as Holland forearms the uh, forearms Priest, and then a big boot. Big then sends Priest out, followed by Holland, pushed out from Lorcan, and then the dive over the top rope on the both of them. Lorcan is now on fire. Uh, elbow is uh, in the corner, uh, elbow in the corner by Lorcan. Then he goes to the top, but is caught into an arm over the head suplex by Holland. Nice. Priest with some strikes on Holland, but both hands are caught, and then a headbutt and another suplex, and Priest is clotheslined over the top rope. Uh... Ridge and Priest with a punch exchange, and they both tire each other out for Lorcan to land on them both. He flies into the corner with some elbows and then a double blockbuster, pinning Holland for two. A single crab on Priest by Lorcan, and he's kicked off, uh, but but European uppercuts uh, Holland, then Priest for two. Lorcan with a dive attempt, but is pounced by Holland, and then a drop for two. Priest goes for the reckoning, but his powerbomb is dead by Holland for two and broken up by Lorcan. They're all down. Some chops on Holland. Uh, uh, some chops on Holland, Holland on Lorcan, but then eats a form. More chops and then some stiff, some stiff ass fucking European uppercuts. And I think these are the best uh, European uppercuts of the week uh, by Oni Lorcan. Like you see a sweat bounce off. Yeah. Uh, more chops and then, uh, like I said, more European. So the uppercuts. best. Uh... That's your bing uppercuts of the week. Only Lorcan. Uh, uh, I think, I think Priest stops the assault, but it's bitch smacked by Lorcan. A massive clothesline from Holland on Lorcan. Then a choke slam on Holland from Priest. The reckoning on Lorcan for the win. Alright. Out of all of the uh, triple threat qualifiers, this was the weakest. Yeah. But it was still a great match. Very stiff. I'll give it a two and a half. I don't. I don't think we really got to see what I wanted to see out of Ridge Holland. What was it, Ridge Holland? Yeah, Ridge Holland. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I, I. I didn't get the good sample size of yeah. what he brings to the table. So I want to see more of him, and that's what. I, that's all I wanted really out of this match because yeah. I know what I get out of both of the other. Three. I knew that Oni's going to do what he does. I want to see Oni get a title run. Oni has put on great matches. I know he's not... I don't see how you can't market him. Because he can just be that crazy whatever. And, you know, he can still put on those good matches. You just give him a, give him a gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. the way he yells in the ring. I mean, anyway, he's like from Pittsburgh. I want to say. So. You know... You know, gimmick him, um, you know, all Pittsburgh doubt. You know what I'm saying? They have him being like a Steelers fan or some black shit. Black and gold. Well, yeah, yeah. Let him take the Shane Douglas uh, black and gold. Yeah, you know, do something with him. I, I mean, he just puts on too many good matches to always be coming out on the losing end. Definitely coming out short. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, that was, the, that was the best famous I've seen from John Cena. Yeah. Yeah, it's the main event, folks, of SummerSlam uh, 2013. And right now, we're on the match of uh, Daniel Bryan versus uh, John Cena for the championship. And I'm fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, still. Uh, all right. Um, 
What you rate it? Ah, let's see. I rate it, man. All right, this is this is. I think this is my last aluminum can of Coors that I'm gonna dish out. But, yep, okay. Another Coors Light, man. Good shit. Like if it's good, I'm keep on popping them open. Yeah, I mean nothing wrong, nothing, nothing wrong with them blue, them mountains, bro. Yeah, Red Ridge Holland. Uh, from the little bit I did see, you know, uh, British Brock, definitely British Brock. The back the back story that that I know that Morrow was saying that you know he hasn't been pinned or submitted in singles competition on NXT UK, which you know I rarely watch unless it's a takeover. But also, uh, um, so that makes definitely makes makes sense why uh, Oni Lorcan took the fall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Ridge Hollow can't lose by by being pinned, especially on his debut. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he he's definitely legit. He was he's a former rugby player turned professional wrestler. So, and I, his pounce was a little bit different. Yeah. Than, um, Keith Lee's. Yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't shit on it at all. Oh like, no. Nah. Yeah. Uh, oh shit! I always forget that. Good, I mean, I don't know. Good ring awareness on Daniel Bryan. Because that could have been his career and possibly his life. Would you probably start, was the start of it? Huh? Probably was the start. No, because like, he didn't, he didn't bend his neck. Like, put his hands up. Uh, he put his hands up so it didn't, if it was like a back injury or something. But nah, he oh. saved himself from that. That could have been ugly. So yeah, what, what was Cena going for on, on it? I don't know what he was going yeah, for. Yeah, so Daniel Bryan almost got dropped on his head, but Bryan being such a genius and being such a ring general knew what was about to happen and put up his hands to save his career and possibly his life. Yeah. Good grief. I forgot all about that. But yeah, uh, Ridge Holland, you know, I want to see more of him. We already know. <laughs> Infamy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> Infamy. Yeah, we know what Damian Priest is about. I mean, all the way back to uh, Punishment Martinez. But I agree with you. Only Lorcan. Only Lorcan. Man, he made me clutch my own chest. Well, I think it was uh, Damian Priest when he flew full speed in him with that European. Yeah. I said, God damn. You know, I mean, it's almost like if he if he does it like where he whips somebody off the rope, I don't yeah. see why that can't be your finisher. Yeah, yeah. For you know, for a person that has that has it all, like great mat wrestler, can fly. Yeah, uh, throw vicious shots. Uh, there is, I think there's a place for him. Uh, the problem is, I just think that it's the same as all the rest of the wrestlers that have all of these tools. Like you have those that have got out of touch and. Then, I mean, overstayed their welcome, but don't know how to push these people. And, yeah, just like Raul Mendoza, like, he was enhancement talent. I was like, why is he enhancement talent? Even without Danny Burch, like, he loses consistently, but he'll give you a good match. But come on now, man, like, only Lorcan, I think he left. I think he left and he came back like a month or four weeks. But, like, he, he dropped the shit. So, you know, he dropped his whole name. From WWE and went on about his way, but see he's back. But since so since he's back, I think he deserves to get that push. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. This is definitely the weaker out of the three triple threats we've seen, but I liked it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked it. I'm not saying it was a bad match at all. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on. All right, uh, Pat McAfee and Adam Cole buried a hatchet, so they say. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right, Keith Lee versus Kim. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> My apologies. You know what? Before he says anything about what I just did, Keith. Motherfucking Lee. Keith. Motherfucking Lee. Keith. Motherfucking Lee. <laughs> Versus a Cam Grant. Cam Grant. And he looks like he means business. Grimes is taunting Lee before the bell, and now he goes for the ropes, uh, running away. Grimes still playing chicken shit at the moment, and a bottlenose dolphin-looking referee. <laughs> <laughs> bottlenose. I was like, like man, you like flipper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he exercised his authority with some coon. Uh, yeah, he told, he told Lee, I don't care who you are. I was like, man, I think you want a little extra. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Grimes with the forearms on Lee, but it's a no sell. The shoulder blocked by Lee, and Grimes tries to run and kick, and it's a kick to Lee, and Grimes is dropped again. Grimes' little ass is tossed over the top rope, and Lee goes to the outside, but he's clipped on the left knee, then pushed into the steps, followed by a moonsault from the top. Good shit, Grimes. Uh, back from break, Lee is mauling Grimes, and Grimes escapes the spirit bomb, and then a roll up for a two. And then another pin attempt, but his foot is on the ropes. A Superman forearm on Lee, and Grimes is throwing everything, and he hits the collision course on Lee for two. Two. Which was dope, like, because I forgot that Cameron Grimes had that move. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was dope looking like that on Lee. Yeah, because yeah. to me, you just don't usually see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's a miss. Uh, well, wait a minute. Where, uh, three. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a miss, but Grimes still trying to take down Lee, but it's taken down with some chops, but gets chopped by Lee, and Lee won't let go of Grimes, and it's a short arm clothesline, then another, then another, <laughs> then another. <laughs> he's fucking killing Grimes yeah. with these clotheslines. Grimes is toast as he's spirit bombed, and I thought seen, I thought I seen some snot come out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Lee gets the win. And Lee is not fucking around. And the lights go off and Scarlet speaks uh, language and Karen Cross speaks of his frustration not seeing Regal since his debut. And he says he knows Lee can get to him. If not, it's on him. And they show several superstars laid out in the back as Cross walks off. Um, it's cool. I mean, I like how they're building him up as a monster. Yeah. Uh, the match... It's Cameron Grimes and Keith Lee. You know, you, you know you're gonna get a good match. Uh, yeah, I love how they just made it seem like another side of Keith Lee that you're not usually seeing. You yeah, know what I'm, I'm glad they're trying to fuck the play the. Lee. Yeah, you know he he ain't about that fuck shit. So yeah. um, WWE definitely would give it a uh, two grams of some fire. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I knew what we, you knew what was gonna be at the ending, but yeah, just how he delivers it. Makes it so for sure. Fucks with it. WWE might be down with the fuck shit, but Keith Lee isn't. Mm-mm. No, not, not Keith Lee. Yeah, uh, and plus, you know, with Cameron Grimes taking a loss, this doesn't do anything to damage Cameron Grimes' name like, mm-hmm. at all. If anything, they showcased how good Cameron Grimes can be in there with a heavier uh, competitor. Like, they really showcased that. I'm glad they do that, did that without him really jobbing out to Keith Lee. Yeah. So, you know, it made both of them look great. Uh, that's why I give this one... Uh, I give this one... Let's go with the uh, Stella Ortois. 
Okay. Yeah. And noir. Still old Plum because this is a beer that I like. I just don't buy it. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I'll take some of that. Yeah. Like, I'll take this match. Like, I mean, like I said, no damage. We we know that this is a part of the, the evolution to the storyline going on with Karrion Cross getting us to that pay-per-view match. And like I said, Cameron Grimes showed what he could do. I'm all for it. Uh, I'm looking forward to where both of these competitors will go. All right. It's official at TakeOver, it will be Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai, and Dexter Loomis is questionable for the ladder match. Regal applauds the journey to the ladder match, and he reports, though, unfortunately, Dexter Loomis is not cleared for the match with an ankle injury. <laughs> yeah, what I say, what I say. I think may happen because of vampire. You think you're going to go and win something that... Yeah. That why, why he really go after his ankle like that? That shit look... Finn snapped, I guess. Like, yeah. Forgot where he was at. I'm scared of this Finn Balor right here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah, so that's, I guess that's the story right there. Loomis is stalked Finn. And we Loomis and Finn. Yeah, right for, the, for the, for the, I'm with that yeah. for the North American Championship. Yeah. I'm all for it. But yeah, the men, uh, well, he's not clear for the match, and of course he's definitely out, so the men that weren't pinned in the qualifiers would go head on for a two-on-two match in two weeks, okay? So, well, the, head, head in, uh, I guess it's a individual one-on-one or two-on-two. No, it would be two single matches. Yeah, two single matches, you know, yeah. yeah. In two weeks to determine the final two participants, but that still leaves only four. So is there one more ladder? Uh, is one more qualifier we'll see? There's got to be one more qualifier. Yeah. And, man, like, uh, it, it's up in the air because, man, uh, we still don't know the whereabouts or the condition of Velveteen Dream. Yeah. You said it yourself that this is a way for Johnny Gargano, or as ASAP AJ refers <laughs> Johnny Organic. Johnny Organic. But yeah, it's definitely... Sausalitas. Yeah, it's definitely a way to get all of these people in there. I really can't tell you who will come out as a North American champ. All I know is I'll be there with 420 yeah, to did. watch it. Nope. Yeah, straight up to the re- review. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like everything about this whole tournament. Yeah. NXT knows how to do tournaments correctly. Vince doesn't like tournaments, and I don't know why. Like this shit, if you don't have, if you don't have any idea what to do with motherfucker, put him in a tournament, and then the he will create himself right yeah, before yeah. you. Because you can just, you know, look at how the booking on SmackDown this week was. Yep. Like you, so you can't you telling me you can't have a short term booking like that. Yeah. In a tournament, form? it all came full circle. It all came full circle. Yeah. That could have been those two matches. Could have been tournament matches. Yeah. And everything would have still kept the storyline going. All the while, you're positioning somebody to be a number one contender. True. But you still got storylines going off in the background. Yeah. So. True that. True that. True that. This is, look. <laughs> Why comes, like, look, why I'm still tripping like I ain't seen this shit, you know? Like, I, like, I don't know what happened. Like, yeah, you about to get that work. <laughs> so. Me and my wife are sitting here watching, uh, sitting at the crib watching SummerSlam, and she's happy and enjoying the fact that Daniel Bryan has finally won it. She, she's hitting on her yes chance and everything, being the wrestling fan that she claims she isn't. Yeah. Okay? But Randy Orton came out with the suitcase, and my wife was like, what's this? What's going on? And then Triple H is going to go on to proceed to pedigree Daniel Bryan, and, talk, uh, and my wife talked my fucking head off about this <laughs> yeah. 
It's re- this didn't happen on Total Divas. Is Randy gonna be on Total? Are they gonna? I, I watch. I watch Total Divas, but I hate wrestling. Ah uh, shit! Yeah. Oh man, all in her little feelings. Big man, I'm talking about big. I mean, I knew it was a story. And I was like, damn, this is great. And she was like, why the fuck are you so happy about this? This is wrestling. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is wrestling. This is a continuation of storyline. Man, good shit. Daniel Bryan was the champion for about a minute and twenty five seconds. Yeah, and that was it. So yeah, good shit. Good shit. And the pedigree. Yeah. And here we go, my baby. Wife, my wife is, is is devastated right Man, now. Man, this shit was so awesome when it happened. I miss crowds. I can't wait for the crowds to come back. Yeah, we're missing that dy- dynamic. Man, when the crowds come back, and then also, like, I think the shows will get better. Also be better material from us. Not yeah. saying that our shit is great now, uh, but yeah. only get better. Yeah. Only get better. And uh, oh man, shit! Legado del Fantasma comes through the fucking back door, dragging Fandango, <laughs> and Santos Escobar says, "Cut the fucking music." <laughs> Every week they come out and explain why the lucha libre is culture and art, and it will not be exploited for any easy merch money. Okay, Rizango exists, unfortunately, and they flip his ass into the ringside. <laughs> now in the ring, Escobar says, Brizango marked the Lucha Libre culture, and they not only spot in the face of Escobar's father, Fantasma, but he spit his mind as well. <laughs> okay? This shit stops the fuck now. Right the fuck now. And Tyler Breeze tries to save Fandango and gets fucked up as well by Wild and Mendoza. And uh, anyone that can hear Ex- Escobar's voice... Uh, if Swerve Scott speaks his fucking name again, that will be his future. <laughs> look, man, Swerve, I don't know what the fuck you need to do, man, but this is this is time I'm like, man, look, you might need to go for another title, man. I'll tell you right now, we ain't seen a teardrop since he got fucked up. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, the teardrop gone. We see these motherfuckers kidnap people. I ain't seen no fucking Jake Atlas. Yeah. We like you, Swerve. Yeah. I like you. Look, maybe you need to give A.R. Fox a call. Yeah, you need to do something, bros, because... Speaking of which, where is A.R. Fox? That was a talent right there that could go, too. Yeah, unless you unless you become Killshot and call up A.R. Fox, man. Yeah, like... I don't think you can swerve your way out of this shit. You're going to have to go back to Killshot. It's going to have to happen. Because these motherfuckers ain't playing. So, uh... He gonna get kidnapped. So, I guess right now, uh, we're gonna run to the altar, uh, and, uh, we're gonna call on, uh, <laughs> on Wrestling Jesus, Wrestling Jesus himself. Oh, Seth. Dear Seth, <laughs> we come to you. Yes. With our heads down. Yes. And our hearts <laughs> looking up. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Please save... Isaiah Swerve Save Scott. him. Save him. He liked the flip. He likes the flip. He liked the pose. Save himself. He does all the video game moves. Please save himself. That I like to play. Save him. They don't look like them little Spanish guys. Oh, dear self. Them little Spanish guys. They have little Spandazes, Babblers. They ain't right, Seth. They ain't, they ain't right. playing around. They ain't right. Drake Maverick. Teardrop. Where he at? Where he be? <laughs> Jay Atlas. Mm. 
I ain't saying them. Can't find them on the map. So hey, his last name is Atlas. <laughs> With your all infinite wisdom of eye popping. <laughs> <laughs> Title losing, KO, fifty fifty booking. Mm -hmm. We all pray in your infinite name, Seth. Ah, uh, Seth. <laughs> oh man, I love you, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> How dope is Legato's? Uh, Del Fantasma. Uh, forever. <laughs> How dope is yeah. this trio, man? I am so invested in these guys, man. Yeah. Like they are taking this whole Lucha Libre thing and running with it in a different way. And I just didn't believe in Fantasma as Fantasma. No, he was because just another we've seen guy. So many mass wrestlers doing yeah. the same thing, but I knew the potential that he had because I seen him as was he the hunter, the huntsman, or something in uh, Lucha Underground, right, right? As well as I seen the unmasking on I think it was a Triple A event. So I was like, okay, this guy can speak great English. Let's go with him without a mask and see where it goes. And this works. Yeah, that works yeah so um i can't wait to see i mean it seems like he's doing like the alberto del rio but <laughs> better <laughs> but how does breeze i'm gonna get fucked up like you ain't got shit to do a swirl we gonna fuck you all up anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you desire looking stupid i'm gonna get you i'm <laughs> gonna make gonna make example out of your ass. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, good this shit is hilarious. Good shit. All right, man. A great video on the Undisputed Era and their tag team success, and they have won the gold three times, which is definitely a milestone considering you don't really see titles change hands a lot in NXT because, you know, it's a revolving door when it comes to the talent getting conditioned for Vincent Pritchard to fuck them up. <laughs> so uh, Priest says his thoughts are uh, the same as last week as now the time has come to take over his reign of infamy. Infamy! Again. He says it sucks to be Loomis and Bronson Reed congratulates Priest but he has called a fucking flute. <laughs> Priest asked for a one-on-one -on -one with Reed and somewhere Regal heard it. Yep, book it, book it, I heard it. And look, <laughs> hey, sign me up. I'm here for it. Man, who you give me? Great match. Who you, who you pick up? Hmm. I'm gonna tell you who I'm going for. It's gonna be Bronson Reed. I think he's gonna win all the way up. I'm with you to look like a contender. I'm with and, you, but I don't think he's gonna win the championship. But he will have a good showing. You will know who mm -hmm. he is. Thick boy, thick, thick boy. boy. Yeah. All right. He's running with that thick boy gimmick. Yeah. He'll, get, he'll go somewhere with it. Pat McAfee is uh, with Tom Phillips, and it's Tegan Knox versus Indy Hardwell. And it seems like the Aussies have been all over this episode. Yeah. Yeah. And Indy Hardwell is muted for a second because she's sounding very iconic. Iconic. Headbutt to the kiss of Hardwell and Knox is in control for a sec. She's dropped on the ropes by Hardwell, then a sidewalk slam for a two. Now it's a chin lock grounding Knox, who is back up to her feet. She's dropped again for a two and back to the chin lock for a roll up by Knox for a two. Then a big boot. Big Yep, 4-2. And Knox kicks off Hartwell in the corner, and then she takes over. Hartwell is stomped in the corner, and then she takes a cannon bore, and then the shiniest wizard from Knox for the win. Uh, you know, a nice little gram. 
Mm-hmm. I still grab me some fire. Okay. Nothing bad. Yeah. Just a nice, decent match. Yeah, you know, yeah. you kind of kind of knew what you was getting. It was just you know, another way to get Tegan Knox on TV and, yeah. and, you know, and push her as another contender again. Yeah. So, um, not good, not bad. Just there for me. But, it, you know... You, you're spoiled with NXT women's division. Like, yes, you are. I've I seen that on Raw, SmackDown. I'm like, man, that's wow. That, they put on a decent match. You know, yeah. you, you will big it up a little bit more because you're not used to seeing it. We expect this on NXT. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is another highlight. Going back yeah. to the Champagne of Brews. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, definitely keeps uh, the talks of Tegan Knox in, in, into your. Into your Minds and thoughts, and I don't know. I guess somebody's very hot on Indy Hartwell. Um, I don't see anything special right now from her, but this doesn't say I won't feel different about her next year. Yeah, like give her the title. This is what happens at NXT. Like one minute you're like, I don't give a fuck about this. Then next year it's like, man, she better be on Takeover. Yeah, you know, or he or whoever. Um, and yeah, like like I said, like like uh, four twenty said, it's it's definitely what is to be expected on NXT. Look at Aaliyah. Yeah, that's it. She's improved for sure. Robert Stone. Yep. Yep. Oh, Robbie from motherfucker. Robbie E. Yeah. Yeah, Robbie E. I mean, you see, you know, characters develop and like, God, if, once again, events can just say, hey, Paul, what did you do with them down there? And just slide it right on to the main roster. And we will enjoy it. We will like it. We'll watch it. I can't be a broken record with that. You know how I feel about that. So I'm going to move on. So it's the <laughs> Imperium versus uh, Undisputed Era, and it's a reason why McAfee is out there. Hmm. O'Reilly and Eichner start off, and it's back and forth. Big boot, big boot. O'Reilly, but he recovers back on Eichner. Uh, fish tag, uh, fish tags in working on Eichner, who responds with a backbreaker for two. Bartell with a blind tag now works on the arm of Fish, who fought back. O'Reilly back in, uh, they double team Bartell. Uh, Fish back in, and it's uh, it's a Sinton Atomico for two. Chop to the throat, and Eichner helps with the double team for two. They try to divide the ring, but Fish says no and tags in O'Reilly, and he's on fire on Imperium with punches, kicks, forearms, and everything fucking else. Dragon screw on the leg, uh, on the left leg of Bartell, and now a leg lock. Headbutt on Bartell, uh, Fish, uh, on Bartell with Fish, and a beautiful moonsault from Eichner. Adam Cole says, chill the fuck out on commentary. And I think it was uh, Beth Phoenix had already left because she got tired of uh, McAfee's shit, too. Mm-hmm. Just throwing little jabs in there. And you see Adam Cole sitting there starting to grit on, uh, on McAfee, you know, as he does his commentary. But uh, Adam Cole says, chill the fuck out on commentary. And this brings out Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And uh, Imperium takes advantage with the Imperium bomb for the win. You know, on uh, Undisputed Era. And this pandemonium ringside between Cole and McAfee, calling Cole a little short bitch. Okay? <laughs> Cole tries to get him, and well, it's 4th and 35. Randy Orton would be proud as Pat McAfee punts his ass out of full sale. Yeah. Uh, I give it three, and it's because of the whole angle, not because of the match. The match was very pedestrian. Yeah. I've seen way better out of The only person that got some shit off was Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. 
that was the only Facts. person that got some shit on it. And I think it kind of needed to be there because he was unfortunate and stuck, I think, in Canada for no. It had a lot to do with him being a diabetic. He oh, okay. just wanted to make sure that, you know, his surroundings, his surroundings was healthy enough for him to come back. Right. Yeah. Well, well, I'm glad that they're taking the precautions. Hopefully, they're doing everything they need to do for Kyle O'Reilly because mm-hmm. he's a great talent. He was great definitely talent. missed with their whole run yeah. um, these past several months because of COVID. Um uh, that punt. <laughs> <D-L-S-I>. <laughs> the sound of it. Oh, <laughs> yo, the Triple H pushed the shit out of him, yo. You didn't have to do it like that. Yeah, yo, come on, bro. Yo, how yo, Adam Cole sold it. He just laying it all limp, yo. I, look, I don't know, bro. The look. way it, it like he knocked him the fuck out, bro. It knocked him the fuck out. Wait, like I said, Randy Orton would marvel at such a beautiful <sighs> punt. Um, he, he, I don't know. He, they, they, they going hand in hand, bro. I don't, I don't know. I will go with another. Uh, was the Corona extra? Um, I'll tell you why. Uh, I don't give a fuck about Pat McAfee, but I guess they're trying to turn undisputed era into either tweeners or faces, or you show some compassion for them motherfuckers. But, um. Yeah, uh, my thing was you talked about the punt. I think Adam Cole got fucked up because he didn't put his hands up. He fell face first <laughs> on that mat and that thud. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, the whole position of him, like, I don't know if he was trying to sell it. He's like, I'm just not going to put up my hand. I don't know, but that looked like that shit was painful. Yeah, like, he looked like he got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, and, and, and my my thing is, uh, yeah, the match was kind of mediocre. Mediocre. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of like, man, I I know Imperium is still trying to do their thing, but it, it's kind of you know the empty thing without Walter and Alexander uh, Alexander Wolf there. Yeah. Uh, and it was the same thing with Cal Riley being out of undisputed era. Like you could tell just by the, the fire that he had, he was happy to just be back in the ring. Bro. You know, and he exploded. He even got a, a, a super cut, haircut, you know, show yeah, how happy he was. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, man, like, good shit, Kyle O'Reilly, man. Like, I, you know, I missed that, just that, the, the way he, the way his assault, the way he's displayed on WWE programming. And man, like I said, uh, it never fails. NXT is always a... Hmm, Vicky, Blueberry. Vicky, Vicky, Vicky. Oh, well, I tell you, that was a moment. Um, I'm gonna tell you, I probably did been about three or four shots of vodka, but yeah, right. I'm not going in there sober because I might say You're something. Playing twelve, playing that bitch. <laughs> we'll mix with some Marvin Gaye out there, motherfucker. Shit, step in the name of love out there. <laughs> <laughs> like she doesn't know but Charlie Wilson <laughs> she got me Charlie Charlie Wilson so Charlie Wilson is definitely played by, by, by Vicky but man yeah uh, NXT well, take you out <laughs> <laughs> there goes my lady <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy, crazy, crazy! <laughs> so you got a roach clip for this uh, NXT? Uh, 
I'm gonna go with the triple threat. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a difference between it's it's a, not a difference. It's a it's a tie between that and uh, Fandango getting kidnapped. You know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my roach clip of the, of the week for NXT. Um, yeah. I swear you just took my last shot. Cause, man, I'm about to say, man, them gangster-ass uh, Legato Del Fantasma. Like, look, you don't even have to be who we looking for. We gonna fuck you up anyway. Yeah, so I roll with that. You better not say shit about us. Man, <laughs> don't talk about what happened, the car ride, none of that. Nah, we do this shit. Just don't tell them that you bought, that you bought that coat. I mean, <laughs> right? don't tell them you bought that from us neither. That's goddamn right. It's a gimmick. It's a lifestyle, motherfucker. Fuck with me. You know I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn right. Yeah, yeah. So, so is there a, 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 a roach clip of the week? Um. Yeah, I'm going to... In, for a rarity, a first time. Okay. I'm going with Sheamus versus Matt Riddle. I love that match. All right, all right. Junkie kicks. Junkie. I need a real bias. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, last shot uh, of the week for me. The whole segment, once again, then, like I said, uh, Kayla got that last shot on SmackDown. <laughs> but if I want to do the last shot of the week, last then we can talk week. about the segment with you know Matt Riddle, Sheamus, Jeff Hardy, and all other uh, combatants involved. This was from the start to finish. Everything made sense yeah, all, all the way the to the end, and I was satisfied because of it. It was one of the better SmackDowns I've watched in a long time. You should take this and copy and paste. Fuck the underground shit. Yeah. And this is what you need to do to get those ratings up. But you do know one thing, though. What's up? With the underground shit uh-huh. being on Raw, uh-huh. at least it separates it from, like, SmackDown. I mean, it makes a difference. It yeah. Does, it, it does show a difference, but like I said, I don't give a fuck. I mean, shit. you can do, I mean, you're just going to have to tweak this shit up. Hopefully, they take our critiques online, because hopefully, I mean, there's probably some helpful criticism out there. And you know what else? Like logically, that didn't make any sense. In PC, you got all this fucking plexiglass up. Raw Underground, you had numerous motherfuckers just standing around the ring. Why the fuck do we even have plexiglass then? If that's the case, and how the fuck can we just come? Up, can what? we just go ahead and just do like small arenas? Can we just go ahead and just try and see what's going to happen? Why the fuck did they not give them any seats yet? <laughs> yeah. Why are y'all making these niggas stand the fuck up the whole time? Yeah, man. Well, uh, this this was an extendo edition of this show, and uh, we definitely thank everybody for supporting us, and uh, we're going to keep on grinding and moving even further, man. There's good things ahead. You know, just hang in there with us, man, and like tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend yeah thank you thank you this was our 10 10 10 10 10 Ty Dillinger extendo episode of Hayes Hops and Turnbuckles and you know what you know what we're gonna extend that because he didn't tell you that he's NKB aka 
I meant to do that. <laughs> and if you're going to do it, do it right. Because it's me. It's me. It's in KB420, a.k.a. Yep. Fat Boy 420, yep. a.k.a. The mother's got me going. <laughs> Oh shit! I can see him now going to sleep right now. Then, approximately two a.m. Monday morning, I'm going to get a text. Hey man, you trying to shoot? Yeah, right. <laughs> Call of Duty, but yeah, man, I beat a dot man to eleven. Signing out. Be easy. Yes, for sure. <laughs>